Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? Do you have any freaking game? Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250 and 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you are liking, sharing, subscribing uh, on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and on our Facebook page as well as we got a big show for you. We'll talk to some of the Pirate players still reeling from the loss on Friday night to Cincinnati, but got to look ahead to Senior Day coming up on Saturday. It'll be East Carolina and Houston right here at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. So uh, we will talk about that one. Look back at Cincinnati. We got some players joining us on the Delcor Players Lounge today. Xavier Smith, East Carolina linebacker, will join us in hour number one. Miles Berry, Pirate linebacker, at four o'clock in hour two. And Isaiah Winstead coming up hour three of today's program. So we got that coming your way. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, the big dog Glenn Griffin here. Troy D to my left. Hello, Troy. Hello, Clip. Good to see you. How are you today? Doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Had a great event with uh, Damon West today. Appreciate him coming to town with his message, the coffee bean. And uh, appreciate everybody that supported that over at the Murphy Center. Had a chance to uh, take Damon and talk to the football team last night, too. Very positive, uplifting message that he has. And, uh, boy, the time is uh, always good to hear something like that clip, especially coming off a tough loss. Yeah, no doubt. So a lot of great people in the community today. Also, uh, Mike Schwartz, uh, some members from the baseball family, football family. So it was a packed house at the Murphy Center earlier today, and you're right. A lot of administrators there, too. Uh, no better time to hear some positive messaging uh, than after a, a tough one didn't go your way. Yeah, but I got to tell you, man, I, I was telling um, some folks that, you know, Jake with operations who, who's relatively new to this program as far as East Carolina and ECU football, I said it wasn't that long ago we'd go up on Cincinnati on a road trip up there in a hostile environment on a night game like that and get absolutely steamrolled so uh the pirates man they showed a lot of guts they were down big came back rallied back and it's tough to have to beat the refs it's tough to have to overcome special teams errors it's tough to have to uh, overcome cheap shots and to be able to do all those and still win the game you know usually you can overcome one or two of those but it's tough to overcome all of them and uh, i gotta tell you i'm really proud of this team and what they've been able to do no doubt, and it's not the season that it could have been, but still an opportunity to win eight games, go eight and four this year. That all starts on Saturday, 2 o'clock, against the Houston Cougars. Dana Hogerson brings his team in town for the final time before they head off to the Big 12. So uh, we've got that coming up this Saturday, and then we found out the Temple kickoff time is at 1 o'clock for the final game of the regular season so you've got a couple what do you think about those kickoff times for the last two the last one i thought it was ideal for a late november game to get um or mid-november whatever the case may be two o'clock the game will be played in daylight it'll end right at kind of sunset may have an opportunity for one of those magical pictures perhaps Uh, i like it i like the two o'clock start i think uh the 11 o'clock would have been terrible way too early they would have been doing senior day about 10 30 a.m 
Um, so I think the two o'clock's good. And then the Temple game again is uh, what was it? One o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it on a road game. Yeah. Uh, after Thanksgiving on that weekend. So sure. Uh, make sure we have the program button hit. For some reason, people can't hear us. Nobody can hear us. Is that that might have done it actually? All right, we're yeah. good. Now we're good. Yeah. All right. So, welcome in <laughs> to was that, was that everybody or just on um, Facebook, YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Well, our apologies to our uh, digital audience. We got that fixed. All right. We didn't say anything worth a darn anyway. You didn't miss much. It was a lot of good stuff actually. But for those that watching, they just got to see us. So that's yeah. a good thing. Actually, I just said how proud I was of this team fighting back from a huge deficit. Uh, team not too long ago, this would have been the East Carolina team that got steamrolled by Cincinnati, and uh, would have last been, year, two years ago. Yeah, so I mean, this, it's come a long way, and uh, they had their backs against the wall. But you know, to have to overcome, uh, you know, the refs, to have to overcome cheap shots, to have to overcome special team errors, it's a lot. You know, usually if you can keep it down to one or two of those you can be okay but uh, it was just a lot to overcome and what a hostile environment it was up there the place was packed it was loud uh but i thought ecu how competitive they were you know i heard you mentioned you know in the post games the season it could have been and, and that will probably go down like that but still a lot to play for and still a lot to be proud of with this uh, football team all right christian says shut up clip we want chandler so uh chandler give the that <clears throat> one person what he wants let's bring in chandler honeycutt to the show chandler how you doing What's up, Clip? How you doing? I'm great. I just asked you. How are you doing? Happy uh, game day to you and your commandos. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. All right. Good to hear. Uh, Commanders and Eagles tonight right here on Pirate Radio, Monday Night Football. Eagles a big favorite. Do you remember just two years ago when the Steelers were like 10-0, and 11-0, and played Washington on a midweek game, and Washington went there and won? Just saying. Just putting it out there. It's happened before to a team from Pennsylvania, the last undefeated team, and it could very well happen again tonight. All right, back to Pirate football. Before we do go back to Pirate football, what's the line on that game tonight? 11. Eagles favored by 11 over the Commanders. I almost was uh, in a bad situation yesterday when I totally forgot that Kyler Murray was going to be out for the Cardinals. By the way, that was a backup quarterback game yesterday between the Rams and the Cardinals. We'll talk to Bryce Williams about that because Bryce Williams was Arizona hotshot teammates with John Walford, who started the game for the Rams yesterday. So I realized I don't have a backup quarterback. Well, luckily, there was this guy named Taylor Heineke out there floating in the air, and I snagged him up, and he will be starting for me tonight. And hopefully getting myself a fantasy win this week. Did you know that. A lot of fantasy points uh, yesterday. Justin Fields. At one point, uh, my sons were telling me he had accounted for 39 points just by himself. He continues to run the football all over NFL teams. The Bears continue to lose. Yeah. Have a great stat. Guess what happened in the Bears game? Missed extra point again. Their kicking problems are probably worse than some local problems we've had. Hmm, that's saying a lot. Yeah. Uh, I have a stat. Multiple games lost by special teams. For I'll tell you tell you on Thursday, uh, Troy. I want to use it for sports trivia Wednesday night, so I don't want to throw it out yet. Okay. But it's a great Bears stat that I ran across last night. So uh, we'll save that stat to consider for later in the week. Uh, Pirates and Cougars going at it this uh, Saturday. We'll uh, dive into that from the Houston standpoint on uh, Tuesday. But once again, uh, ECU was trying to run through the Big 12. Troy D knocked off UCF. Knocked off BYU mm-hmm. and was so close. Oh, so close. To knocking so off slapping a Bearcat. Yep. 
God, it would have been so great. And if they did clip, if they could have closed the deal, which was so close, boy, what, talk about throwing a monkey wrench into the American Conference top of the standings. It would have been wide open at that point because Tulane laid an egg against UCF. And at that point, East Carolina would be right in the hunt for a possible uh, opportunity to uh, play in the championship if they had won. True. Although, we were hoping Tulane would beat UCF in that scenario. Either way, ECU would have still been alive. Right. Yeah. But it just would have been a log jam is what I'm saying. A lot of similar records. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pirates lost on the field. But if you take a look at the UBE stat sheet, the Pirates won in many categories on Saturday. First downs, East Carolina had 22 to Cincinnati's 13. Total yards, East Carolina has 454 to Cincinnati's 310. Passing yards, ECU had 280 yards to Cincinnati's 244. Rushing yards, East Carolina outruns Cincinnati by 100, 174 for ECU and 66 for Cincinnati. And then time of possession, East Carolina had the ball 13 minutes, 13 and a half minutes more than Cincinnati. And that was uh, some stats to consider on the UB stat sheet. And we'll uh, talk to Coach Houston coming up tomorrow, and we'll get an update, uh, obviously, on a couple marquee players and what their status will be for Saturday when it comes to uh, C.J. Johnson and um, uh, Keaton Deuce. Mitchell. Yeah, Keaton Mitchell. What did you think of the hit on Keaton Mitchell? You know, at first I, I kind of thought it was really uh, – I kind of leaned like with Coach Houston. That Was it more than just a dirty hit? Were they trying to take him out? But then if you, if you watch it kind of real time – or is it just a, a targeting where he definitely targeted? There's no question about it. And and it was a violent hit. But was he really trying to take him out or was it just a football hit, you know, aggressive football hit? I don't know. Uh, I think it just ended up looking a lot worse than I, it was a terrible hit. Um, but I don't know what was going through that kid's mind as far as yeah. – I, I don't want to say, oh, it was they're trying to take him out. I don't believe he I, was sent on the field right. to go – That's what I'm saying. I've changed my opinion on that. I do just think it was a aggressive football hit, and he was penalized as he should have been uh, for that. But, um, yeah, and, and look, that's – Keaton's taking some tough hits this year. Well, There's that's no back-to-back games. He's been <clears throat> yeah. knocked out with a headshot mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. And didn't finish the game. Yeah, so that was it. Was very aggressive. The uh, watched the end of the last play a couple times. How they kind of threw CJ down, and which is hard to do, by the way, because he is such a big player. I mean, you know how big CJ Johnson is. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying so. It's not an easy guy to throw down. Is yeah. my point. So um, earlier in the game, and we see that in football where a guy kind of does a suplex on a guy. I mean, our guy did that to one of their guys, but he didn't land awkwardly on his head so that's something that that happens in football game. and i thought it was illegal uh but there was no flag on either of the plays so i don't know maybe it's not illegal to lift a guy and throw him on the ground i don't know yeah i don't you know that's a good question it's it's a wrestling move and you're putting a guy on their head but i get you know i guess unless you hit it with your helmet that's what's illegal Newton said to me, it looked like he was looking to take Keaton out of play. Pretty blatant. All right. I mean, we all saw the same play, and we all, again, don't know the intent behind it. I, I feel like it was a – we see it in every game we watch, helmet-to-helmet yeah. helmet contact, and it's not always, you know, on purpose. But I don't know. 
They didn't go ECU's way. No. It's just tough, a lot of the calls didn't go ECU's way. Yeah. But uh, right there, had an opportunity to do it. But just, uh, you know, as was said, a lot working against the Pirates that night. And uh, Michael said Las Vegas determined, controlled the outcome of the game. Well, ECU did cover the spread. Yeah, if that's you're a good interested. Point. So the so Pirates. For some people, that's all that mattered. The Pirates still covered. Um, Michael says he uh, never picked up his head at all, was definitely aiming for his head. All right. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, I think it was a blatant targeting hit. Yes. But whether that was his goal to take him out of the game, I don't know. You know, what ended up happening is that both were out of the game. Yeah. I mean, you got to so, assume that player wants to stay he, right. in the game and keep playing. Is he coming in like a kamikaze mission and sacrificing himself? for yeah. that i that's what i don't i would think he'd want to continue to play too yeah and i so. mean gave him a huge shot i'm watching the play right now and uh i wouldn't be shocked if keaton mitchell doesn't play this week just for his own safety yeah because and unfortunately that games like that i'm not saying that costs us the game but i think it was a huge factor you know i think if keaton mitchell stays in the game and is healthy it might end differently marlon gunn had some great tough runs to pick up first downs in the fourth quarter he also had one where he got out of the the mass bodies and broke free and if that's keaton mitchell it's probably a touchdown so i mean it could i think it did determine the outcome uh with keaton not in the game still have an opportunity here with two games to go uh both winnable games East Carolina are early favorite, right, Clip? Favored by six on, when the line came out. With this game, at a, and senior, it would be senior uh, day on Saturday. So it's still t- between Houston and then on the road to close it out at Temple. Two winnable games. The, those are both East Carolina will be favored in both those games. Uh, you could close the season out with an eight-win season, eight and four. Hey, look, eight-win seasons don't, <laughs> are hard to come by around here, Clip. So And then uh, you move on to a bowl game with a chance for a nine-win season. So I kind of look at it, man, there is a lot to play for with this uh, with this team still to go. So, um, you know, you could put – you put if this team could finish out eight and four, go to a bowl game, win the bowl game, and be bowl champions or whatever bowl that is, and that's speculation we'll talk about next, um, a nine and three record around here is a big deal. And that would put them into one of the upper echelons of uh, pirate football. Nine and four. I'm sorry. No, uh, nine and four. You're right. Sorry. Nine and four. Correct. I have not looked at bowl projections today. Let me see. Uh, I know somebody started a thread on Voice the Colors, and it was uh, CBS Sports at East Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl against Marshall. Here's my two favorite. 24-7 had uh, ECU taking on Coastal and Boca Raton. Love that option. I, I love the fact of the location in Boca. And I like playing coastal. I think that's cool there versus playing on their home field in Myrtle Beach. I would. Lo- I'm not opposed to the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Can I, would, I get through this? Would not get like to play on Coastal Carolina there. All right. ESPN. Has and you're snippy today. Just trying to get through this list, and then we'll give our takes you, on it. All right. Don't have to be an egg clip. You could be more of a coffee bean. Sorry, internal joke around here. ESPN has Military Bowl versus Wake Forest, Myrtle Beach Bowl versus Middle Tennessee State. Troy D., I would love to hear your thoughts on the bowls. I just came to you, Cliff. <laughs> that was it. I like those two bowls. I like the Boca Bowl, and I like the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Oh, and I like the Myrtle Beach Bowl for proximity. Our fans could drive there. I think it would be when you don't have to spend a mint to go down to Myrtle Beach. 
Uh, you don't have to get on a plane. So I do like that. I think it's early, too, isn't it? Isn't that bowl? What's the date? I don't have the date in front of me. I don't have it in front of me or behind me. Um, so was, a lot of times, first I'll go by location, then I'll go by date as far as where these bowls are. I do like the Boca Bowl. I love the location down there. I think that would be fun to uh, finish up in, in Boca this time of year. Action, according to John <clears throat> Moody, has ECU versus Louisville in Fenway. When it comes to a matchup... That's, that's unique. I will say the Fenway location is a unique location and would add some variety. Being in Boston in December doesn't excite me. I would say from a matchup standpoint, I would like Louisville. I would also like Wake Forest in the Military Bowl. There would be a lot of points put up in that game. Yeah. But uh, I know some fans... I've got a bad taste in my mouth with the Military Bowl from last year. Well, that's more Boston College than the bowl itself, isn't it? I, well, I guess so. Can't I guess you're right. I shouldn't, you're right. I shouldn't hold it against the military bowl people. You've been anti-military since that bowl game, Troy, and uh, it's been a little discerning around here. I mean, a lot of propaganda. and Yeah. Everyone thanking everyone for their service. <laughs> you uh, boycotted Veterans Day. It was really sad to see on uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, Not until we get awarded that win. Uh, Johnny Boy says Myrtle Beach is the 19th, so that's really early. All right, I had a guy contact me. Did I tell you about this? I can get East Carolina Military Bowl merchandise, but it's East. It's last year's Military Bowl, so it's ECU versus Boston College. Shirts, hats, you name it. Uh, there is still a lot of over, uh, merchandise available that has gone unsold. It has now been offered to me at a discount. Well, first uh-huh. of all, I know you're not going to pay a dime for it. So. <laughs> well, here, here's my question now, if you're in my shoes. You know how I feel towards last year's bowl game? Not towards ECU, towards the bowl game, just because I'm, I'm mad that Boston College... There was mad. no bowl game. Right. I mean, yeah. So do, do I really want to get a truckload of East Carolina versus Boston College Military Bowl merchandise in here? Even for free. As a, like, do I really even want it? But then, if I could get it really inexpensive, would people be interested? Like, let's say I could get it super cheap. Would people buy it super cheap? To answer, is your there question, a market for this? To answer your question, as just on the surface, do you really do you want it? No, as a hoarder and collector, absolutely, or someone that can make money, on you'll it. take anything, right? But if we could sell it, and let's say, would you would you spend five dollars? on a east carolina military bowl t-shirt from last year five dollars would you spend on a hat five bucks i'm trying to see where the market is for this five i might bucks? would buy a shirt for five bucks okay so that needs to dictate what i would have to be able to to sell it not to buy you. it for no right i gotta buy it at, at wholesale and then i'd sell it retail at five there's not a big margin in this as you can imagine i don't think this is worth your time if you're really asking me <laughs> well if we can <laughs> I, I don't think so John Moody says he's in for $5 for a hoodie. Oh, a hoodie. Hoodie, we might have to go six. Good work, John. Might have to up it for a hoodie. Good work there, though. I don't know. But then do I want to be reminded of that bowl all the time by wearing that merchandise? It's again. It's not like a loss. It's yeah. not like. No, I did uh, have a good time up there. Don't get me wrong. It was a fun trip. Like, would you rather pay? Here's a question. You know, one of my best memories from that trip clip was no doing my first ever. I believe they call it Twitter Space with you live on the air on Pirate Radio Twitter immediately following that announcement right after we had checked in the hotel. You were hosting the Twitter Space 
I somehow figured it out, got on with you, and we we talked and with we the fans made, for a long time. We made magic happen. It was pretty cool, actually. We had uh, hundreds of folks listening. Would you rather buy for five dollars a military bowl shirt from last year that didn't happen, or a two thousand eight Liberty Bowl ECU shirt that did happen? Who do we play then? Kentucky. Uh, either was, one, Arkansas, Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. whatever. A game we lost. Right. Which one would you rather own? I'd rather have the newer one. All right. I would rather have the one we didn't lose. So I would take the military right. bowl. Which would be the newer one. Right. Yeah. Michael will buy one to clean his motorcycle with <laughs> like a t shirt. So you as, use it as a rag. Military bowl. These bowl are rag. these are new they've never been worn before. New shirts and hats. So I <laughs> Why don't you just send them to a... Well, it was one of these guys. I, I sent it to him. Well, it was a guy from Boston College contacting me. And I said... Doug how, Flutie? I said, how much do you want for these? He's like... Then it was like the back. What do you want? For, what would you buy? What would you buy these for? I want to say, they're freaking worthless, dude. I don't even know if I could give them away is what I want to tell the guy. But I don't, I'm too nice, Clip. You know me. I don't have the heart to do that. I'm not going to be mean to this guy from Boston College. May cross paths again in the future. Not going to burn an Eagle Bridge right there. That's smart. Yeah. So, my advice would be to just cancel this idea. But I was just put, hey, man, if there's a lot of fans that want this stuff. Again, I said, my, don't talk to somebody else. Don't, don't worry about it out what there. I say. I'm, I'm polling the Pirate Nation as we speak. All right. Well, you got. I've got a couple people that are in. Two in. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I want to talk some hoops. Pirates are 2-0. and Troy D. Yes, they are. Yet to go to a game. <laughs> you don't know where my whereabouts were Saturday. You're right. I know you weren't at the game, though. <laughs> but I don't know where you were. I just know where you weren't. You don't know what I was doing or not. Correct. I just know one thing you weren't doing. You don't know where I could have been sitting at that game. You weren't there for the opener. You weren't there Saturday. You don't, don't typecast me. And that's fine. You're not a basketball guy. It's fine. Not everybody is. Um, Xavier headed down. We've moved him up. He's he's on the way. All right. So we'll talk to uh, X when we uh, come back on Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge Monday. Players Lounge presented by Delcor, and we got a lot more to go when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Trying to do some math. I heard the counting. 11. I've got 11 seasons all time dating back to 1958 where East Carolina ended with nine or more wins. Yeah. Only 11. So this team... When's the last time 
that would be uh the Cardin and uh boys rough and mcneil in 2013 yeah 10 and 3 were the pirates that season um so a chance to uh to get that again with a couple wins here and a bowl victory uh we were just having a conversation about the military bowl that was not played last year and troy has an opportunity to get some military bowl gear and he's seeing if people would buy it or uh like large quantities of it would want it yeah um here's a good question for xavier smith first of all do you have any welcome to the show xavier good, good to, to see you, you. Nice to see you do, do you have any military bowl gear swag whatever a game you didn't even play in yeah i have a uh, sweaters sweatpants hoodie uh hoodie headphones yeah we got a lot of stuff i mean when you look at it is what do you think <laughs> like does it bring back bad memories or are you just like well, i didn't even get it i didn't even go to the bowl game last year because i caught covid like a couple of days so you before. wouldn't have played anyway Mm-mm, oh wow COVID. i know it was a crazy story so i Dang. didn't really get the experience much of anything uh i just really was at home trying to get past COVID. but i did get all the gear and stuff that everyone else got so i mean i just got all at once i didn't know how so that's not necessarily a happy time in your life then, yeah. if you see I the mean, military really have nothing to pull from I'll yeah personal experience yeah but. all right <laughs> so this bowl will be your first bowl then personally like yeah. being able to attend coming yeah. up do you have a um, a destination you would like to attend? Wouldn't I mean the, some of the options are uh, Military Bowl, Fenway up in Boston, uh, Myrtle Beach, Florida. I don't really know. I would love to just experience wherever. Yeah, because uh, I never got the chance to do that. But you know, somewhere where the weather is nice, probably yeah. not cold, or you know, somewhere like Utah would be cool. Like first time seeing mountains, but. <laughs> You know, it doesn't really matter as long as we go there with the same job, win, and, you know, have fun while doing it. This is the first time we've had you in since the trip out to Provo. How, yeah. how was that experience? That was amazing. I was then taking pictures the whole time with the mountains. I've never seen mountains like that in my life. <laughs> like, I was staring out the plane, out the window, but it was fun. How about during the game? Can't you see mountains, like, from yeah, the you stadium? until it got dark. <laughs> yeah. and then when it got dark, you just seen the big Y lighting up. But, yeah. yeah, that was, like, one of the most fun games to play in, too. Like, just off the experience there the uh game last friday against cincinnati one of the more physical games ecu's uh faced Mm -hmm. uh obviously a a tough environment going up there on a friday night place looks packed uh you know so close what was it take us from your perspective as far as uh, how things went down uh you know there's a lot of plays uh you know you wish you can get back or things you wish you can do different but uh i just told the guys after the game you know, we hate that we lost. It was a close one, but, you know, that was one of the funnest games we you know we played in. You know, we come to uh, college, uh, came to ECU to play in games like that. So just the fact that we got that as- uh, atmosphere to play in and just, like, having that experience and, like, holding on to that memory, something that I took from it uh, regardless from the loss. But it was just fun. Like, I look back at it, and it's just like, you know, it was just a fun time. Uh, you know, we hate to lose that game, but – you know it's football yeah does your your coaches your defensive coaches put up any like key numbers goals for each game and i ask that because only 66 yards rushing allowed 2.5 yards a carry against the team that that likes to run the ball runs it well so uh you accomplished some goals there i'm sure but going into each game are there any numbers you try to hit uh not really the coaches don't really uh say too much about like personal goals for the uh, defense we just try to do like Team goals, like, uh, I think we had 
five three and outs as one of our goals uh, to get a turnover and to just play hard and physical, stop the run. And, you know, we just go out there and have fun, and those things just happen when you're having fun. Xavier Smith joining us in studio, linebacker for the Pirates on uh, the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Delcor as uh, we talk ECU football. And now we've been with you on this journey, Xavier, for the couple last couple of years directly with you yeah. here. And has it, has it hit yet? Has it come to the realization that, man – Saturday is your last game in yeah. Greenville. Uh, you know, what a big emotional day it's going to be for you guys that are putting on the jersey one last time here in Greenville. You'll have a couple more games to go, but this will be your last one from the home fans. Yeah, I mean, I just think back to, uh, you know, 2018 when I first got here, and actually Holton was my roommate in the dorms. And I remember nights we would just sit up and uh, just talk about the things we wanted to do and accomplish, you know, our time here at East Carolina. And just to look up now and see that, you know, we're doing some of the things that we talked about, you know, when we were 17, 18 years old, not even knowing how we're going to do it or not knowing, you know, you know, what route to take, if we're doing the right thing, who to learn from. But, you know, just looking up now is a blessing. And, you know, those are just things that you come to college to do again and just change the program, change the culture and turn the thing around. And I feel satisfied, you know, just seeing the growth of the program from where I got it at. Kind of crazy how fast five years can go by, too. Yeah, right? look up, and I'm like, dang, 22 years old? Like, I'm one of the old heads now. I walk <laughs> in the locker room, I'm like, I'm the old head now. But I remember when I was, like, the freshman, thing, yeah. everyone was just older than me. <laughs> who uh, who all will be in town, Xavier, for uh, Senior Day coming up on Saturday? You got family coming in? Yeah, my whole family's going to be here. My girlfriend and her family's going to be here. I think that's it. Uh, any like emotions right now or is it going to kind of hit you on Saturday you think? I mean it's been hitting me uh, <laughs> since this year kind of started I've just been trying to look at this year uh, in a different perspective but yeah it's been hitting me um, you know I'm trying to think about what I'm going to say to the guys uh, before the game because I mean, I'm I'm an emotional person but you know I don't really cry like that but you know that might be one of the days I cry because you know, I know it's coming to an end for me uh, here at East Carolina. Now, uh, you know, play, there's different people that talk to the team at different times. Uh, mm-hmm. We were had a chance to attend last night with Damon West. What an awesome message he had yeah. uh, to the team. Who will handle the, you know, do they, when players talk, um, who handles that? You know, will there be some special, will the seniors get their chance to address the team one final time, uh, either Friday yeah. night or Saturday? Yeah, it's kind of player-led. Uh, you know, so after the meeting's done, uh, we kind of stay back. And then one senior or, you know, just one leader on the team, you know, freshman, anyone there's a lot of leaders on the team, they'll just stand up and uh, get some motivational words for the game, just talk to us a little bit. And, you know, usually during senior day, we just do it kind of different. All the seniors in their last year, they just kind of say something. So kind of the pressure's been on. I've been thinking about it since last <laughs> week. Like, dang, what am I going to say next week? But... You know, I'm going to have something ready for him. And this is, again, a team against Houston, another team you'd love to kind of give payback to one more time. You know, it's the last chance you may see them uh, in a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, I just want to win, you know, whatever we got to do. You know, senior day aside, you know, the goal's still the same for the young guys, for everyone. uh, Just go out there and play hard, and you know. That's all I expect from everyone. Speaking of uh, payback against Houston, I, I now remember what happened last time you guys played, and that mm-hmm. was the one that took forever to get going. Yeah. I think it was the night the Braves uh, actually beat the Dodgers to go to the mm-hmm. World Series. I remember for yeah. that. Boy, but we were here late night waiting for you guys to play a game, and it went into overtime, right? Yeah, so that was the, 
that I mean, we talked to you about that trip last year but you guys were like what trying to find stuff to eat keep energy yeah. in your bodies like i was sitting in like one of the laundry hampers taking a nap like <laughs> the big laundry hampers i put a little pillow back there and i was taking a nap that's all i remember waking up and like are we playing nope trying to go back to sleep we that was at least like a five like four or five hour delay right yeah it was crazy yeah. i thought we were gonna delay the game like yep. postpone it so uh yeah you do owe them guys one uh yeah, from a year sure. ago uh and we found out temple uh will be a one o'clock tip off uh kickoff time in philadelphia so a two o'clock and a one o'clock you've been playing some late games so yeah. uh you guys probably like the earlier kickoff right yeah for real get a day after the game look forward to that good deal Xavier Smith joining us. Uh, Xavier, a scary uh, situation at the end of the game with C.J. Johnson, uh, but he was able to travel back with the team, right? Is he doing all right as far as you know right now? Yeah, uh, I was actually talking to C.J. Uh, yesterday about that. He said he's doing good. Um, he don't know what it was, exactly what it was, but he said it was something with his back, but he said he feels fine, and, you know, it was just like a lot of the things, just protocol, he had to yeah. do that thing. So he said he should be back this week of everything just checks out. He has to go through a couple more things. But, you know, he looks fine, 100% ready to go. How's uh, Keaton doing right now? It's the second straight game he's had to leave after a headshot. So how's Yeah, he uh, I actually haven't uh, talked to Keaton as much. But I've seen him a couple days, and he seems, you know, fine. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened. Uh, no one's really sure what happened. But, you know, he's a tough guy. He looks the same. He looks the same guy right now. Xavier Smith joining us. Uh, how about yourself, Xavier? How are you feeling? I'm a little sore myself. <laughs> uh, I had rehab earlier, so I'm just chilling. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm trying to finish this year strong. It's my last go around. So, how busy is that rehab room now? I know a <laughs> lot of guys are getting treatment. It seems like they're they're working oh, yeah. overtime right now. Oh yeah, it's like it's mandatory kind. It's not mandatory, but like the amount of people that's in there, you would think it's mandatory. Everyone's trying to get their bodies back uh, and try to stay in tip top shape so they can go out there on Saturday and for you no know, Fridays now. And give it our all, go out there and play hard. Have you uh, looked at Houston yet? They they like to play in some shootouts. They were in a seventy-seven to sixty-three game a couple weeks ago against yeah, SMU, so uh, they like to put up points. What have you seen from uh, from those guys? Uh, they're talented across the board. Uh, you know, they won ten games last year, and you know, in this league, like we always say, you can win or lose every game each week so you always got to come ready to play so their record definitely doesn't reflect the type of team they are and uh you know the talent that's there but you know we got to come ready to play uh we look at them as a challenge and you know i feel like defensively we've been handling uh teams look at that fairly well so we just look at it as another opportunity to show people what we can do xavier smith joining us Ready to let him go? Yeah, I mean, anything. get back to treatment. Yeah, I know. What's uh, I guess this week kind of back to a normal week? I guess yeah, if you yeah. will. Finally, it's been a while since we've mm-hmm. had between the open date and the uh, Friday night games. It seems like we've had a stretch of just kind of off weeks, yeah. but uh, finally kind of get back in a rhythm here this week. I guess. Yes, sir. All right. Well, good luck uh, on Senior Day. We'll Appreciate be pulling for you and all the other Pirates, of course. And I uh, know it'll be an emotional one, but uh, to leave it all out on the field, man. Oh, you'll, yeah, never, right. you'll never regret giving your best, you no know. No doubt. So good luck, man. We'll see you out there Saturday. Appreciate you. And obviously to the fans, get out there early so you can see X and his teammates on the field. Uh, probably get that 10 jersey and uh, family on the field. So it'll be yeah. fun coming up on saturday love to see you guys out there let's take a break we'll come back more to go on pirate radio live we'll continue on in the delcor players lounge at four o'clock when we talk to miles berry we'll wrap up hour one when we return after this 
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. And again, we were busy today, uh, and I have not been following the news cycle, but seeing some stuff about what happened at Virginia. Mm, very disturbing. And I guess it's a, a former football player. They did catch him. Uh, I saw a few hours ago UVA police tweeting out that uh, the suspect is, is in custody now. Yeah, and three uh, current players. Three current folks. players, and Chris Jones, who is the suspect, who is now in custody, is a former Virginia football player. Yeah, for Jeez. folks that don't know the story clip, there are probably some people tuned in that haven't been heard the news yet. Recap it very quickly, if you don't mind. Oh, um, well, I don't have the information. Oh, is it I do Chandler? know. Right, Chandler, yeah. let's go to our guy. I do know. I, 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 I saw that uh, it was an off-campus trip. I guess there was a class, and three of these football players were a part of it. Two other students were wounded, but when they got back to campus and, and were getting off the bus and stuff is when... It happened in a parking garage, from what I saw. Chris Jones opened fire and yeah. uh, unfortunately killed three current... Uh, virginia football players one of them was a receiver one was a linebacker and then another one i believe was a receiver as well terrible story so it was late sunday night uh on campus and uh yeah just uh awful stuff and the motivation behind it i guess is still unclear yeah all right so uh, i've got um believe we are going to be able to hook up with holton here so we had to reschedule Due to some conflicts, uh, let me uh, send this out real quick. Miles Berry said to join us at four o'clock. Isaiah Winstead at five thirty. Uh, by the way, Isaiah Winstead uh, heard the little scary rap from Halloween, the Scare Bar, years ago, and said it was one of the top five worst raps he's ever heard. He said it was horrible, and uh, little scary has clapped back uh, and was ready to go last week isaiah wasn't here but we do have the uh the diss track to isaiah winstead I, i've heard this and uh as kids would say this was a real banger that yeah. little scary just put out uh unbelievable response and uh wow it really harkens back to kind of 90s rap yeah and uh it's kind of the uh if you remember no vaseline by ice cube or hit him up by tupac i was even going to go as far back as the easy e you know riff that he had with some guys well no vaseline was against nwa and easy yeah so okay. it was uh but man pretty the original stuff. old school early 90s riff we're that, talking about that's here. what it felt like yeah so a little scary uh we're gonna play that for isaiah winstead in the five o'clock hour and get his response it's a strong beat to it make sure you uh tune into that coming yeah. up later on in the show and correction uh holden we have a conflict with holden so probably not <laughs> okay well how about yeah. next time just if we got him say we got him. <laughs> yeah all right 10 4 or it could be a funny <laughs> bit if you keep going to your phone and be like maybe we well, got him hang on one second i do have him i'm just not so sure we're gonna be we, able to talk we to that got him nope we don't have him. yeah slip through the hands <laughs> all right troy d pirate hoops two and oh yes sir Crank up the bands. 
By the way, shout out to the Green Central High School Band filling in for the ECU Pet Band on Saturday, and they did a great job. And I wanted to hear more. Where was the pet band? I didn't ask. Oh. Don't I believe there was some sort of military thing going on in Wilmington at the battleship because an intern, Kristen, our intern here at Pirate Radio, is a uh, is a part of the dance team. Mm-hmm. I believe she said that the band was a part of that ordeal because the dance okay. team was not at the at the game on Saturday. They were in Wilmington for a military day event or a Veterans Day event, and um, so they brought in Green Central High School to take their place, and they sounded really good. I oh, would like awesome. to give kudos to the people at ECU who had that idea to bring in like a it. high school band while our band was out because it gives it that college atmosphere there's no yeah. atmosphere without a band they played the national anthem they played some songs it was awesome minji's without a band without a pet band it's is not a very same. dead environment it is i mean honestly wilkerson funeral home has more energy than minji's if you don't have a pet band in there we have it around christmas when the band's gone and those games are just they're not the same so yeah good work and hopefully uh we can incorporate more of that if our band's out bringing in other bands yeah. And if you need, again, Chandler and Although I, we do have recordings of the band, and we could feed that in, you know, in lieu if there wasn't. The Better band. yet. Or we could do this. Give Chandler and I a yeah. mic. I'd like to be a part of this trio. And we'll hit it. You know I like to sing now. Start it up, Chandler. Bum, Play a different if you if you'd like just give us a microphone we'll sit there in the band section and do that by the way I kind of do that in my head when the band plays those songs had a lot of fun Saturday watching the comeback in section 213 Chan Man. We had our first, few others up there. We had our first get up moment of the year. Man, great Pirates comeback. Storm by the back. They take the lead. Presbyterian. The Blue Hose. Presbyterian yeah. calls timeout after East Carolina takes their first lead. And it was rocking in Menjis and it was rocking in 213. Mike Schwartz never lost a game as head coach of ECU basketball. He has gotten out to 16 point and 19, 19 point deficits. We were, and he raced them both. That's his thing. It's crazy. That's what he likes to do. Clint. I love a comeback. It's just easy to blow, you know get out of the head and keep it. It takes talent to dig out of a hole like that. The first thing he addressed in the post game on Saturday was, uh, you know, he is aware, you know, that the that the Pirates have had slow starts in the first two games of the season, uh, and that they're going to do their best to get off the better starts. We were also informed by intern Peter, who is a intern here with us at Pirate Radio. Also does some stats for ECU basketball. He was he informed us that that was tied for second largest comeback in school history, tied with the Memphis game last year, wow. and then I believe the, I, I believe the largest uh, comeback came in the '80s where the Pirates were down 21 at one point. Oh, I'm sure game. we'll get down 21 and come back this year. The way things are going right now, and to be honest, if I know the outcome, if I know East Carolina is going to win, especially if I know they're going to win by 20. I'd rather him be down 19 and come back than to just blow him out the whole game. That wouldn't be any fun. That's so what I was saying. Love the comeback. Exactly. Keep Makes it more exciting. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have more. What's the next home game, by the way, guys? Wednesday, 7 o'clock. All right, so make sure I had it on my calendar. Why are you putting it on your calendar? 
so i can be there cliff just like you guys you're going wednesday probably most likely i'm not gonna do this again <laughs> we'll just see if you show up wednesday and how do you know i haven't showed up already honestly we, because we know that how do you know because, because you weren't there what, you, know, you don't what? know where i might have been sitting well we knew where you were the first game because you posted a picture at park i'm talking about saturday if you were there your entire facebook feed would be selfies of you at the basketball you didn't ask me if i was there or not i didn't need to well you don't know where i was i know and i, I know where you, where you were and i looked yeah, over I there i can bounce around at times nobody cares where you were you weren't at the game you don't know that did you ask me that well, here's a question, Troy. Were you at the game That's Saturday? That's a personal question, and I'm not going to answer personal questions. I mean, this game, this game, I don't know why you want to play it. You're not a basketball guy. It's fine. You don't have to be. Just don't I, pretend like you're going to go. I might go. I'm, I'm kind of catching the fever, man. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you not going to games. I, I do go to games. You haven't been to one all year. That's an accusation that I am offended by. That's fine. It's an accusation that's true. <laughs> you can be offended it's by just, it all you want. I'm feeling personally attacked here. Go to a game. Or just say, I'm not going to go, and we won't talk about it. No, I got to see what I'm doing Wednesday. I got to make sure my schedule, I would like to be there. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Again, nobody cares. Who we play Wednesday? Doesn't matter. It is Hampton. The Pirates Pirates on Pirates. Is it Hampton, Sydney, or just Hampton? Hampton. Okay. What's that? There used to be a school called Hampton Sydney. There still is. I know a yeah. uh, I know a guy uh, from my hometown that went and played soccer there. Yeah, where's that at? It's uh, Australia, North Carolina. It's like a, yeah, it's a, like a private school somewhere. Hampton Sydney. It wouldn't shock me if ECU played them. We played like some uh, like Washington and where, where is Hampton Sydney located? On? I swear I knew somebody that went there. One All time. right, I'm gonna Google it up. Yeah, it's a legit school. Hampton Sydney Sydney College it's is in, in Sydney, Virginia. Okay. There you go. Are they? D- they're not D one though. Are they? <laughs> no, they're not D one. <laughs> Have you ever seen them in the tournament? Like Hampton Sydney versus Missouri. No, have not uh, heard of them. All right, Miles Berry is here. He is. So, so we're going to take a break. Take a break. Yeah. We're going to come back. We're going to ask Miles: Has he been to a basketball game yet? <laughs> and he's honest about it. He has not. It's very. Personal. I know there's some pirate football players that have been. Yeah. I saw some on Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. Okay. And last Tuesday. And Tuesday. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. We'll talk to Miles when we return on Players Lounge Edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with the University. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help with answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that'll be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Thank you, Shirley. 
Chandler Honeycutt here, Troy D, alongside Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Joining us inside the studio, East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry. Miles, good to see you, man. Good How to you see doing? you, too. I'm good. How you doing? Good. Trivia question for you to get started. Okay. Uh, I'm going 58 seasons, so this is from 1965 to present. How many times uh, since 1965 has East Carolina won nine or more games in a season? What would you take a guess at? Mm. So that's 58 seasons. How many of those? I'm going to say mm, there's been some good seasons. Yeah. Mm, I'll say seven. All right. The answer is 11. 11. Okay. And you have an opportunity to be number 12. To be 12. Yeah. You can run, still, run the table here. Still, yeah. uh, still a lot to play for. Put we, some perspective I, on how good this team has played, I think, when you look at numbers like that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I want to ask him the bowl question from last year with the merchandise. <laughs> All right. you know you were at the bowl mm-hmm. didn't get played your thoughts though of like do you have resentment towards the bowl like military bowl do you feel it's unfinished business like when you no look resentment back- definitely unfinished business i'll say a little bit but i'm i'm really just trying to go to an even better bowl this year right so you, you know, don't that's the main goal so you your ideal situation is not to go back to the military bowl if you could choose if i could choose i would definitely not want to go back to the military yeah. bowl uh i would love to go somewhere warm down south yeah you know that would be ideal dc is not going to be the warmest place and definitely don't want to go anywhere more northern than dc so so i had a guy that contacted me that's got a ton of brand new bowl merchandise from last year's bowl okay ECU versus boston college shirts hoodies hats. really yeah but oh, like yeah. he's like do you want to buy this i'm like buy it i'm like do you want me to take it for free with yeah. my original reaction can he, like, can he just give it away like, yeah like what would you be willing to pay for something like wait that? you're trying to I'm sell not, it to no, miles? i'm just curious i'm respectfully so, so. i'm not paying for that like how about disrespectfully i'm, not, I'm not paying for that i'm just saying you as a collective you like would, would do you well, think you're asking a, the wrong guy do you think there's a market have, for that i mean i already have a ring like i have a ring that says ecu versus boston college so I don't need to really buy a hoodie that says right. that, especially since we didn't play. That but is if why I'm not taking this me, merchandise. Right. If he wants to give it to me, I would, yeah, I would right. definitely rock it. Would it be tacky if I could get a good enough deal that I hand this out as Christmas gifts? <laughs> <laughs> if I could get a good deal, it is still a brand new. The hoodie new is probably 60, 70 bucks. I know. It, yeah, a hoodie's a hoodie. Yes. No matter what's on it. Yeah. Would it be tacky? Yes. Would it be hilarious? Yes. So I say do it. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll bring some of this merchandise in. Yeah. All your family. The family pictures on Christmas. Everybody wearing military bowl gear from last year that didn't get played. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. Just checking. Uh, Miles, one of the options is Boca Raton Bowl. You could be back in that stadium again that you were earlier this year. I would love that. Yeah, go back. I would love that. Yeah, FAU was a it was a great stadium, nice atmosphere. Uh, well, it wasn't anybody really in the crowd for yeah. real, but it was a nice stadium, and I know it'll be nice. Plus, you get to spend a better part of a week down there for sure. Yeah, yeah you're in Florida. Yeah, when you, you were there for the away game, it was just one night in and out. Yeah, I mean. It's a business trip. Yeah, it was a business trip. And with the hurricane and all yeah. that, we didn't know what was – it was a lot Stressful. going on. Yeah. It was a lot going on that week. Miles, how do you kind of compartmentalize, all right, we're not playing for a championship this year, but we are back-to-back at least six wins in a bowl from where you started. That is a major accomplishment. So you got you take the good with the bad. Yeah. Like how do you kind of uh, sum it all up? I mean, you know, that was definitely our goal at the start of the season was get to a conference championship. and But, you know, we still have 
what three games left and we want to stack and go three and oh with, with all those games and and still have a very memorable and significant season this year so yeah we're just taking it week by week and uh that's that's kind of how we compartmentalize it and first first one's houston we gotta we gotta beat them and we're, no moral victories but like fans talk about this i'm wondering if you as a player think about it talk about it and we Troy mentioned it earlier like two years ago you go to cincinnati you get blown out yeah. last year you played them tough for quarter and a half and they end up winning by 20 or whatever they won by i mean do you take anything away from we should have won the other night like that most team? definitely yeah. uh, personally i'll say like i was on the field when they scored the uh well when they faked the punt yep. late in the four i was on the field and i was on the field when they scored that late late touchdown uh in the fourth quarter that long run so for me i just see the improvement that we i've made personally and we've made as a team collectively to be in a close ball game with them you know because that's a very talented team they're one of the best teams in our conference mm-hmm. in the nation so to be able to play them that tight and that well uh in that in, environment in that Friday environment night, home you know packed. they I mean, have a loud. crazy streak home you yeah. know so being able to uh, almost get a win you know in, in that environment just speaks volume uh personally and as a team and i forgot I, about that too second longest home winning streak yeah. in the country was nearly snapped the other right night. yeah i mean i think they're a legit you know top 25 team most definitely you know, so they're yeah, back the, there uh now yeah after the win yeah, over uh, and you had their backs against the wall that's for sure uh miles we were talking about this off there i, I talked to uh, uh xavier about it a little earlier has it hit you yet that this journey is almost coming to an end now that yeah. at least here in greenville to be able to suit up to play in front of friends and family and teammates and fellow students and alum this is the last chance come saturday yeah uh it's slowly but surely it hasn't really hit me completely yet i feel like it'll really hit me probably friday you know being the last time going to the hilton and uh going through meetings uh for dowdy but I've been, you know, I've been doing this for five years now, so it's definitely a, it's going to be a change, and and I'm just trying to make the most of this of this last game in Dowdy, and I want it to be as packed out as ever, uh, and and I just want to get a win, you know, I want to end in my career in Dowdy with a win and a victory, and that'll make it worthwhile. How many uh, friends, family you got coming in for Senior mm-hmm. Day? Let me see. I have my mom, uncle, aunt, maybe some cousins. I'll probably have like around six or seven. Six or seven guests. You got enough tickets for everybody? That- I'm, I'm getting them now. I'm <laughs> trying to scatter and, and ask people for them because uh, all of the with some guys. yeah, all of the seniors. We all trying to get tickets for, for all our for our friends and family. So. Do you get a number for like normal games? for family or anything yeah well just four four is standard so you get four and you're trying and then we try to trade you know for a lot of the guys that you know don't have any family coming they'll trade up the tickets so we we make it work miles berry joining us houston at kind of an erratic team miles they can put up 60 they can struggle and put up 20 you never know week to week but it's certainly an offense that uh, gets your attention right most definitely i mean clayton soon the quarterback is playing better than ever uh number one the receiver uh dale he he's one of the best receivers in our league so we have to do a great job on him and just limit explosive plays and play how we play you know it's so repetitive kind of uh how we say it on a week-to-week basis but that's that's really what we have to do when we're playing at our at our full tail uh defensively offensively and even special teams you know we're we're a really great team so just have to do all that and and that's 
I will get a big win home, the last home game. Earlier, Troy said revenge on Houston, and it popped in my brain what actually that, happened last time. That was a crazy game, too, <laughs> so last what, year. What yeah. do you remember about not only the game, but hmm. the day where you're sitting around waiting to play football for Man, five hours? Three o'clock game. Don't, you know, we were waiting around for five hours uh, with with our gear on, everything's on. We took our shoulder pads off, but we just waiting around, playing cars, just trying to eat trying to stay loose you know and we don't play that game till eight o'clock and then that game still goes into overtime we still playing very tough a lot of people didn't even have us you know playing them that well so uh definitely some revenge uh in our in our hearts a little bit uh from last year but really we just trying to play our brand of football and and go one and oh this week that's the main focus miles had a chance to uh, be out there last night with you guys for the bringing um Damon West to speak yeah. to the team. What was your you know takeaway from that? Wow, that was a crazy story, man. A very real story, and uh, it I feel like it hit home with a lot of the guys. You know, a lot of a lot of the, uh, my teammates have people in prison and and going through different things, and just to hear his story and hear how he made the most out of a very bad situation is very uplifting for us. And I, I feel like it hit home, it hit home for a lot of us, and it was a great it was a great message. You you always seem to kind of find the bright spot in I try adversity. To. Like, yes, sir. Has have you always been that way? Like, um, I'm not gonna say always, but I'll say you know definitely some things that I've been through uh, in my life. It just made me count my blessings even more, and I try to just make the most out of my days and make the most out of my friendships and my relationships with people because I see that you know. In the blink of an eye, somebody can be gone, you yeah. know, and and you see that with the death of the three football players from UVA, you know, and you see it with the death of Takeoff, you know, a lot of these rappers are, are dying, and it's just you you it makes you want to live life to the fullest and really cherish the people in front of you, yeah, your loved ones. Awesome stuff, Miles Berry yeah. joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, you've been through a flurry of late kickoff time, so yeah. you got two o'clock Saturday, one o'clock against Temple. You players seem to like the early ones, right? We like the early ones because you get to enjoy our day. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we play the game, especially like this weekend. We'll play the game. We'll probably be done with the game by 5, 5.30. And then we had a whole day to just rest or watch other games going on around the country and enjoy this our family. Evening. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, when you play at 8 o'clock, the game doesn't get over till 11, 11.30. Mm-hmm. And the day's, the yeah. day's over. You're already honestly. into Sunday. Yeah, yeah. already in the Sunday. And then mm-hmm. Sunday we have practice. So Don't we know it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we I know y'all, y'all yeah. know it just yeah. like. Just just like we do, so yeah, I think our last post game show ended. Uh, I was it was it close two a. It was right at two a.m. Yeah. I screenshot of my phone. Yeah. It's bittersweet though. I will say because in the years prior, we never had a lot of late games. Yeah, yeah. a lot of true. nooners. Yeah, and that goes to show that you know ESPN they know that we're we're we produce great football games and we're going to be great matchups. So they put us late night, and that's that's a great thing. You know, primetime ESPN being at. Uh, 8, 8 p.m. is a good thing, too. So it's it's bittersweet, but I'm definitely ready to enjoy my Saturday. Didn't get a chance to talk to uh, Jeremy Lewis today. wanted to ask him about that safety. But how about getting mm. the defense, uh, getting the game started off right uh, by putting two on the board? Yeah, that was that was great. I mean, really back-to-back series because we stopped them and – then we kicked the field goal, so then we went up five zero. So that that started the momentum off off right, and you know Jeremy had made a heck of a play, and and Chad also Chad he made a, uh, some big time stops and some sacks that uh, got us off the field on third yeah. down. So 
yeah hats off to them they were they were balling and i y'all were talking uh before we came back on the air about cincinnati talking junk back and forth and and do you tell uh everybody what you told us about the talking on the field well really yeah it's just it, it, we knew it was going to be a very competitive game you know coming in that they're they're a great team we're a great team and and it was just going to be a lot of physical and 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 a lot of chipping off uh but their offense really wasn't talking as much junk like we were talking more junk to them on when we were on defense but then they were their defense was talking a lot of junk to our offense so it was definitely a defensive game for sure you know they their defense played well our defense played well so yeah. it was we were it's too we were bad going. the defenses can't go out yeah <laughs> i know right it's our defense be, versus well, their defense. Be talking and penalties probably the whole time. yeah yeah uh, when you hold a team to 66 rushing yards there's not a lot they can say miles and that's why they didn't say much yeah <laughs> that's why they weren't saying much but. Do you and another thing, fans and and we watching the game, we we start to see, man, are these calls even? Are they going one way? Yeah. I don't know. As a player, do you ever I, see you that? Know, I, my main thing is just playing my game uh, yeah. and and trying to lead the defense and and play the next play. I can't get caught up in the calls. You just got to play the next play. Uh, I I saw a lot of the controversy, you know, on social media from from the different calls, but I can't get caught up in that. I just have to play. Do some of these guys, do you recognize some of these refs after doing so many games like okay, some of them? Like at least their faces like I've seen this guy. Before, yeah, like and, uh, uh, he's going to be a problem. When Holton and I go <laughs> I am not going to say he's going to be a problem. That's but, me talking. But yeah, when Holton and I like when when I shake hands with some of the refs before we do the the coin toss i'll recognize some of them and mm-hmm. you know maybe give a more friendlier hey or how you doing but yeah. other than that i i kind of keep it very business and professional like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know them that personally right yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i've been meaning to ask you guys i see it on tv a gal celebrate and him and his teammates are there and the ref's kind of looking and then they'll celebrate another second or two or three and then the ref will come in and say something yeah what, what's the ref say at that point well you know some celebrations they depending on how we're celebrating they might try to you know let us get a little ce- celebration in especially if it was a great play and then they might come in and try to maybe break up any trash talking or just say yeah wrap it up guys wrap it up <laughs> and, and all of that and then if you don't listen to them, then they might try to flag for excessive celebration or something, something like that. But we try to keep it to a minimum, really just celebrate with each other. That's the main thing, just celebrate with each other and can't really give the refs too much to say then. Being the speaker that you are and the, and the leader on defense, are you a, kind of a mouthpiece to the ref? Like if you notice something they're doing or, or any, do you talk to the refs at all? Uh, not really. Uh, I might... <laughs> Sometimes the refs can be guy in our way, so yeah. I might say something to him then, or maybe if uh, one of the linemen might be holding me, I might be like, hey, watch that. But other than that, no, nah, I'm not talking to the refs. I'm just involved with the game, getting the next play, and just trying to lead. All right. Yeah. Save that stuff for us, I guess, Troy. Yeah, that's that's for y'all. Y'all can, we y'all can the get TVs, on the refs. They never hear us, yeah. though. <laughs> we try to get their attention. Who are you yeah. uh, going to have out there with you Saturday? As, uh, my mom and probably my uncle and my aunt, but right. my mom for sure. No. be a uh, big time and i believe that was going on what around 145 i want to yeah, say probably i don't yeah. i don't know we'll, how we'll to get detail. an exact time on that and put it out there so yeah. folks can get out there early and yeah, uh, get there recognize you guys one final time here in greenville and it's my mom's birthday tomorrow too so that's Happy kinda, birthday. yeah we're celebrating All right. two things senior night and and her birthday this week so it's fantastic be a big weekend for you guys and yes, uh We'll hook up again next week, and uh, best of luck against Houston. For sure. Thank you. Thanks, Miles. Miles Perry joining us. Delcor Players Lounge getting a little cooler.
Troy D. I yeah. know you hate it. I actually had to put the heat on for the first time one time, I believe, last week. It was either the week before or last week. Did a single tear fall was a, down your cheek? It was a one-day deal. I couldn't take it anymore, and I had to put the heat on. Since then, I've... Cincinnati was cold. <laughs> yeah. Philly will probably be cold. Philly is going to be cold. Uh, when it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing, you can rely on the service professionals for any size job. Call Delcor 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. Miles, while you're here, does that does the cold, you know, I always say we're a warm weather team. Definitely has an effect on me. Does that have an effect on you guys as players? Um, well, I love playing in the warm because, you know, you get the sweat and all that, but the cold, it you we get warm during warm ups, and then after that, nah, you can't let the cold affect you. It's time to play football. Yeah, so you, you know, it, it, you definitely know you know, like when you get off the sideline, and you might get close to the heater. But other than that, once you're on the field, I'm not even. I don't even feel the cold. Let's take a look at the forecast clip for uh, this week. While you do that, Miles, any TV recommendations now that mm. House of Dragons is over? What are you watching? Now? I'm trying to transition. I've been watching Gotham, kind of like background noise on like HBO. The old, yeah. Uh, the, Old Gotham. I've been watching that a little bit, but I'm trying to find a new show. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to find a new show. Do you have any? Not off the top of my head. Yeah. If I do, I'll let you know. Let me know. I'm trying to think. All right, Saturday in Greenville. Here's the good. You want the good news first? Give me the bad news. No, let's do it. All right, we'll do good. Well, we'll don't do ask good. him if you're just. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> I know. Wrong answer. We'll do good news. Oh, uh, it's going to be sunny. Okay. That's, that's going to be good news. Uh, high of 51, low of 31. The good news is the high. Is going to be right around uh, 1, 2 o'clock, two o'clock. Right, right about kickoff time. So should be in the low 50s, upper 40s during the game. It'll, cool. It definitely – you know how it is around here. Once that sun goes down, it drops in it a drops. hurry. I mean, it dropped 10 degrees. I felt I was out there yesterday with you guys. It felt like it dropped 10 degrees since the sun went down. And it that dropped. didn't seem oh. like a big deal, but remember how much it seemed like UCF was affected by it? They mm-hmm. had their heaters out. Oh, yeah. How about the Houston boys coming in here playing a little cool? It might affect them. I hear they've, they've ordered hot chocolate for the sidelines. <laughs> it could. We'll see. A hot, either way, hot we'll hot be ready. Bath, yeah. Gatorade bath. Yeah, either way, we'll be ready. So Miles and the crew will be ready. We'll be ready. All right. Thanks, Miles. No doubt. Take a timeout. Come back. More to go on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you. Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Some of the guys under the weather, busy Troy D, but we got Some Xavier Smith. Yeah. yeah. Hour one, Miles Berry, hour two, Isaiah Winstead coming up. Hour three, we'll have to uh, ask Isaiah about the two-point conversion catch that he was bobbling uh, but could have got a foot down. We don't know because they didn't review it for yeah. some odd reason. Well, we reviewed it. What do you think? I would have. I, I, I said thought incomplete. he got a foot down. I said incomplete. Oh, 
but again you take a look at it you review all those close plays it was certainly worth looking at yes so and ECU yeah why did, I, I didn't understand why wasn't that reviewable they lose the game it was reviewable well why wouldn't re- they i mean is that, my point. i don't if, know why have review if you're not going to review something like that they end up losing the game by two just say yeah could have used those two points yeah, absolutely uh so we'll talk uh to isaiah about that also uh, a little scary diss track on isaiah coming up at 5 30 a little scared to play it's a little scary yeah i mean it's it cuts hard yeah i mean i'm an isaiah fan we it's, love isaiah, absolutely i'm team isaiah and for somebody to say these things well i guess they felt dissed by isaiah last time he was on yeah uh, well he was isaiah said it was one of the top uh worst top five worst raps he's ever heard in his life yeah said it was horrible it's songs. <clears throat> well, songs i think in any like any genre any genre of music yeah, so little scary has responded in only the way little scary can through music yeah and we told so. little scary we're like we were like little scary you can't say this about our boy isaiah winston he said you either played on the radio or we, I want to make one of y'all. And I was, we <laughs> yeah. were like, okay, we were like, oh, right, we right. got it. We're gonna play it. We just thought it would, you know, let it, let it go. It's yeah. no big deal. Be the bigger person. Not gonna happen. That's not the era that Little Scary grew up in. Right. He grew up in the era of Tupac and Biggie and nice. WA. Yeah. Mean streets. Yeah. You shoot. You you fire back when somebody yeah. goes after you. So, folks, it's coming up it's around five thirty, and uh, stick around for it. Check it out. All right. Um, Trudy, anything on your mind before I move on? No, go ahead. I'll let you drive the bus. Uh, I want to talk about the college football playoff scenario. I like to do this every Monday when we get back in here. So what happened this weekend to affect that? Uh, How about TCU outlasting Texas? So now the Horned Frogs stay undefeated. They are 10-0. Isn't Garrett Riley the uh, OC out there? Garrett Riley Lincoln went with Sonny Dykes. Yes. Little brother uh, is the offensive coordinator out there. So he will have a head job pretty soon. I mean, he's, you know, once again, the Riley brothers making a name for themselves in college football. And I'll get to Lincoln in just a moment because something big happened there too this weekend. So the rest of the way, TCU at Baylor versus Iowa State Big 12 championship. They win those games. They're undefeated. They're in yeah. as an undefeated Big 12 team. Yeah. Lincoln Riley and USC are now nine and one after their win over Colorado. Oregon lost. Oregon loses at home to Washington. Hideous so the, uniforms last week, by the way. They went super highlighter. They yellow. deserve to lose after wearing those. <laughs> uh, USC the rest of the way has at UCLA and Notre Dame. So two ranked teams, high profile. But Notre Dame almost losing to Navy over the weekend. That's right. Uh, but the Irish are ranked, as are UCLA. So, if Lincoln Riley can run the table here, they'll have one loss. Will that be enough to get them in a championship game? Uh, we'll see. You've got Georgia, who remained undefeated with their win. Ohio State, still undefeated. <clears throat> Ohio State and Michigan are on a crash course, Troy, for undefeated versus undefeated. Right. So a couple let's, weeks let's say one of those is in. You get Georgia's in. The TCU's question is, in. who's the fourth? Does the Ohio State-Michigan loser have a shot? Does, no, because they're always going to put two SEC teams in. So does I think that's part of the rules. Does Tennessee... Now, Tennessee's not going to play in the SEC championship. No, but they may backdoor their way into this thing. Could they be the fourth one? I think so. Would you I take, think that's what's going to happen if they look good over the rest of the season. One loss USC or one loss Tennessee or well, one loss Michigan. That's going to be your debate. Yeah. That, that to me, what, what are you taking that four slot? 
What if Ohio State... The problem is you can make a case probably for any one of those teams. I agree. What if Ohio State and Michigan play an absolute classic that goes down to the wire? Tennessee... Law, like Georgia controlled that game, but Tennessee wasn't super embarrassed, or am I wrong? I mm, thought they, I thought they looked pretty bad. Yeah, I guess so. And then USC, their one loss was to who earlier this year? I will look that up. I got to remember who they lost to, and the answer is at Utah as their one loss by one point. So those are the uh, the factors here. I'm so, kind of I'm interested in it just because it's not alabama like it feels a little different and you've got these uh these different scenarios playing yeah who do you think the group of five team i saw cbs sports projecting ucf good point because tulane lost yeah yeah so now it could be uh this could have been i mean it would have been so awesome to be in that discussion right now and liberty did liberty lose the other day they were ranked and i believe a liberty lost to uconn did i get that right by the way, Troy, how about UConn is going to a bowl game? I saw that. UConn they, beat Liberty. Uh, they, yeah, that was their sixth win. And UConn. Well, they hope to go to a bowl game. They're independent right now. I don't think wow. they have any natural bowl tie-in clip. They are bowl eligible. There is a concern for the UConn, UConn folks that right now there's no path to a bowl Good for them. Unless Now, what happens is sometimes not enough teams will qualify, perhaps. If there's an opening, they could then take UConn. But UConn is kind of last in the, not even on a pecking order right now. Uh, yeah, and you're right. UCF is the the highest uh, ranked team right now in the group of five at eight and two, sitting at 17 in the country. A team that East Carolina just manhandled. Yes. here in Greenville. Problem is the Pirates lost to Tulane and Cincinnati, who mm-hmm. are also still. Hey, good for Tulane still being in the top 25 despite the loss. They're 21st. Cincinnati after beating ECU is 22nd in the polls yeah uh, i mean it i don't know it just leaves a bitter taste in my mouth and kudos to uh i don't like ucf our friends in uh in raleigh oh wow how about that eight? losing to boston college. boston college man if i only had the money line on the eagles man that thing probably had to pay out three four hundred bucks i want to say state was like 17 <laughs> it was a pretty high spread um what an absolute disaster in raleigh I talked to a couple of my state friends on on Saturday night. They were not happy. Um, it just completely out of nowhere. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, they were they were one of the biggest favorites of the weekend. Clip. Yeah, I felt like so, BC was kind of packing it in. They had only won like what two games before this. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. I don't know what's happened to state, but they've kind of gone off the rails lately. Yeah, I mean, no. Uh, Devin I mean, obviously Leary. their quarterback yeah. is an issue. Yeah, but what the, does that explain the defense? uh does not not against bc uh coastal by the way is in the top 25 as well as they uh are nine and one on the year and i mentioned uconn being bowl eligible duke also bowl eligible troy d they are receiving votes nearing the top 25 Hmm. one of the uh crazier stories of the year they were supposed to be really bad going into the season yeah so then the Tar Heels uh, just kind of keep winning games oh, somehow. Should have brought them up. They, they, they just keep, keep sneaking by. All these games could have been losses. They make them wins. One loss, Carolina will not be in the playoff, <clears throat> no. but they'll have an argument better than 95% of the other teams. I mean, if you're a North Carolina fan, you could say, why not us? Why not put us in? Uh, but again, they're outside of the top 25 right now, but credit to them, 9 and 1 on the year. Yeah. I mean, Mac Brown continues to win games. Wonder how much gas he's got left in the tank. 
can't be much you know he's i've talked to some folks up in chapel hill they said he's just kind of i'm talking to a lot of people starting to look old be who old else you talk to <clears throat> you got raleigh chapel hill who else you talk i've to? got a lot of people i talk to <laughs> versed in a lot of different categories That's true. um i don't know how much longer he mac i hear mac brown is building a multi-million dollar house on figure eight island hmm. in wilmington getting ready to uh anticipating retirement nice place to retire down there um so i don't i don't know i'm not saying he's gonna this is his swan song but gotta wonder could this be his last year or his next year's last year yeah and look i i love laughing in north carolina as much as anybody because they're so overrated each and every year but to his credit if his thing was to come in kind of stabilize and get it going the right direction mission accomplished i mean he's yeah. got him near the top 10 he did so this is true and uh i wonder how much does he do you give him any say in who takes over troy or no nah, these guys i don't think the football coach decides anymore i mean that's not it's gonna it's be kind the, of an old school yeah thing. it's gonna be the athletic director it's their ass on the line you yeah. know with the hire and oh. not you know not that they can listen to coach brown and give him you know sure hey thanks coach but the, the ad's gonna hire whoever the ad wants speaking of asses on the line troy uh your good friend whit babcock at virginia tech I, um uh hot oh, and another ass that's off the line virginia uh saw west virginia i think just let their ad go oh really okay yeah, i mean i think that happened while we were t- this hour okay if you can google that up and confirm that for me i thought i saw a headline lions out. out at west virginia as ad amid struggles yeah um I saw AD getting canned. So you think the AD at uh, Virginia Tech could get canned? I do, I hmm. do. Uh, they are really, really bad, and yeah. it is amazing. You can't spell Badcock without bad. I'm glad you went there instead of other places you can go. That is a mature joke and a good one line. A younger Troy D might have gone up. Let's, let's keep it there. That was good. Um, actually, it's Bab, isn't it? Yeah. So it doesn't quite work. Oh, man. Why you got to roof? I know. Why you got to throw a wet blanket on the party? I know. I'm sorry I did that. Sorry. I got it confused with the furniture store. And some, uh, you know, fans get tired, and, and it happens. It's happened here before, like, is is seven and eight wins good enough? Like, we should be better than this. And that was kind of what Frank Beamer was towards the end. Mm-hmm. And it was probably time for him to go anyway. Yeah. But, man, you, you don't realize how good you got it until yeah. you get other guys in well, there. Well, it was a, a Ruffin McNeil situation. I, I agree. Know? So yeah. where it was kind of getting mediocre. But they should have given uh, – you know, what they should have done was given Ruff another year to we don't, yeah. sink or swim. They You know, they pulled it too early, and, and that's where the fan base got divided on that and speaking you of know, which, no, if rough if they gave rough another year and he only wins one or two and they games, don't go to a bowl again that then maybe there's okay people are like we love the guy but it's time to make a change the problem is they never gave rough never nosedived it that bad i saw a celebrating scotty montgomery on uh sunday how about jeff how about, saturday how about bill cower upset that that's Scotty good. Coach Montgomery Mo got a, yeah. wasn't overlooked as yeah. the interim head coach. I'm like, have you lost your Bill Cower? Sounds like a sour old grapes. You didn't uh, do it my way type of guy. I will, but you know, I, I, you know what? Who cares? Let him go a little bit different. I'm true. I'm down with this hire. I kind of, I think what they're so scared of is he's going to be successful, and this upsets the apple cart. I don't no, I'm serious. This is a this is a different type of hire, and he now they obviously love him up there and the owner loves him but if he can do this then more power to him who cares that he wasn't an assistant in the league for 15 years i mean i hear you i think it's a it's a pay in your dues thing uh, and that bill cower and these people don't like in fact surely i'm gonna dm you that video right now you so, slide into shirley's dms i do that quite often during the show 
i sent you a video could you play that when you received that please ma'am this is a cower on the uh bill cower um just torching the you know jim ursay and what the colts did but when he said scotty montgomery's name i did chuckle i was like wow i didn't know bill cower knew scotty montgomery yeah um bypassing coaches that were already on the colts staff to just bring in jeff saturday that's weird for the locker room too though you're bringing in a guy that hadn't even you don't even know how how did he do in his first outing Uh, yeah they beat the raiders they did fine but uh, okay one and oh is head coach yeah well what if they would have lost so would you have said something completely different would have been a disaster (laughs) <laughs> right i mean you're being so obviously it worked <laughs> Jeez, all right no, but i'm it. saying he did he won his first game all maybe right. maybe they needed some to shake up in the front and the coaching deal there let's hear bill cower yesterday you know guys I, I played in national football league for five years i went on to become an assistant coach right from playing the coach and i was assistant coach for seven years hmm. blessed to be able to go to pittsburgh and be a head coach at the age of 34 for 15 years I'm speaking on behalf of the coaching profession. I know for a fact that Jeff Saturday was offered an opportunity to become a head, an assistant coach with the Indianapolis Colts multiple times in the last four years. He declined, citing that he had a TV job and wanted to spend more time with his family. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's fair. I get it. Coaching is about commitment and it's about sacrifice. It's not just a job. It's a lifestyle. That being said... Jeff Saturday has taken a position this year as a consultant for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. And he's talked to them weekly from his home in Atlanta. Now to find out on Monday, in that short period of time, he's now the head coach of the new Indianapolis Colts, overseeing a staff that he chose not not to choose. Not to join. Because of a lifestyle. Jeff Saturday talked about in his first press conference. The fact that he's going to use his second half as an opportunity to build his resume, to see whether or not he can coach in the future. Mm. I say to that, what about the assistants on the staff right now? The guys that were there in training camp, the guys that were there early in the morning and late at night, the guys that have gone through the first six weeks in that building, guys like Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery, uh, John Fox, don't they deserve the opportunity for an owner to hire a coach who's never been an assistant at the college level or the pro level and overseeing a very much a lot of candidates that are qualified for that job as we see in Steve Wilkes, an opportunity to build a resume. It's a disgrace to the coaching profession. Mm. And regardless of how this thing plays out, what happened in Indianapolis is a travesty. Mm. You know, well said. You know what I'd say to this clip? Uh, how much experience did Bill Cower have in TV before he became a uh, talking hit on television? What about the guys that were already there, that were paying their dues, that were doing TV long before Bill Cower ever even thought about doing TV? You know, I think it's a disgrace they hired Bill Cower <laughs> as a TV guy. Jumping the line clip in front of all the other TV guys that are paying their dues. And I think I speak for the TV profession to say this is disgusting. <laughs> uh, first of all, I like that. That's a good good retort. I think it's unrelatable in apples to oranges, but I do like it. I, I, I like it. But, no, I, I hear what he's saying. He, he went a little over the top travesty in using those words, but he is pissed off because he thinks there's a way – it should be done, and it was not done here. So, he's or he doesn't Jim like Ursa. Jeff Saturday. 
he's got some beef with him. If he doesn't, he does now. Look, yeah. these coaches have egos, man. If they, I'm telling you, some there's a beef between him and Saturday. Well, he can't take it out on Saturday. You know what I heard earlier today when we went to hear Damon West talk? Somebody was telling me about Scotty Montgomery when he was here. And, and Scotty actually said to the person that, did I think I would be the head coach at East Carolina? No, but I was offered the job. I took the job, and I'm going to try to win while I'm here. Correct. It kind of, I mean, we point the finger at Coach Mo and the losses, but it's it's not his fault that he was offered the job. No, not at all. <laughs> he, it was Confer's fault they couldn't find a capable head coach at the time. Correct. And I, so I think Cower, his if he has anger, it should be to Ursay and not right. to Saturday. Sure. I mean, do you feel like his words were more towards Saturday? Or I, I don't know. I felt they were more towards Saturday. Yeah. It seemed like it was a little more personal. Could be. To me. But, uh, I, you know, once again, it, it, was it non traditional? Yeah. But so, so what? You know, I, I guess that, that's that guy's choice. You know, there's been dumber decisions made in the league. Definitely. Go look, go look at who the Chicago Bears have hired. You know, that time they brought in the guy from the CFL. You want to talk about Mark Tressman? Oh, you want to talk he about paid a, dis- his dues. a disaster? He paid his dues. I'd take. I would have taken a guy like Saturday a thousand times before Tressman. Yeah. Well, like you said, one and zero. Oh. Another thing they did, by the way, is start Matt Ryan at quarterback instead of Sam Ellinger. I mean, it didn't take a football player to go in there and see that Matt Ryan has a better chance to win than Sam Ellinger. So, all right, there's one thing he did correctly. Yeah. That the old coach. I would love. I want to hear what the whole story with this. Frank Reich was that his decision to sit Matt Ryan down, or did it come from the top? And is that why he lost his job? Because now all of a sudden Matt Ryan can play again. I, I don't know. It's a weird deal there in Indianapolis. Well, if you're bringing popular players, I mean, you got to wonder if he talked to Peyton Manning. You know, but the problem is it's a lot of work. I think Peyton's loving what he's doing. He's not having to kill himself. You know, he's way too good on Monday nights. It's very easy to be able to just sit in your house and just commentate. You know, yeah. Although as a commentator, Troy, I think Peyton Manning really skipped the line on that. Well, he he got on the fast track. <laughs> he did. Yeah. What about the guys like you, Clip? That's that right. Paid your dues. That's right. Started at the bottom, and now we here. And where am I? Here. Yeah started here finished here <laughs> god bless you it is uh it's not a line it's just a point. no you start at the bottom here though. that is true yeah i've climbed the you ladder. are solidly middle i gotta rise <laughs> chandler give me some mike houston i gotta rise to it you gotta rise to it hey by the way i just saw this happy birthday coach houston today's his birthday is it what are, you, what are you doing tonight uh well i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna be working working my freaking tail off uh getting ready for uh, a really good houston team a really good quarterback and clayton tune uh <laughs> oh it's clayton tune we got to get in tune are for tune. are they a good bunch uh, how about those freaking pirates uh a really good bunch really good bunch but that's exactly what we got and right. uh we're working our freaking tails off we're having a freaking game we got to rise to it. Uh, we have a hard-nosed, uh, a very hard-nosed bunch. I love saying hard-nosed. Hard-nosed. All right. Very hard-nosed. Uh, let's take a break. Coming up on Tuesday's show. Tuesday. Cy Seymour will join us. Look and listen. Look, talk some look Cliff. Listen. He we're going to look. We're going to listen. He does drop a lot of look and listen. <clears throat> i tell you what, buddy. 
I tell you what, buddy. <laughs> si always I want to play Sai Bingo tomorrow. All right. Look, Look listen. listen, tell you what. Good kids. Uh, good kids, tough league. Play They're playing hard. hard. They are hard. playing hard. That's like the free space. No, we'll do a free space. But. Yeah. Um, and just tough. I mean, yeah. Well, we talked about tough is so easy. Maybe like tough times three. Like the third time yeah. he says tough, you can put one. No, well, I we think t- we do tough multiple places on the board. So right. each time he says it, you get a spot. Yep. Will we be talking to radio color analyst Michael Perry? Because we got a text from somebody you did. I think it was your dad that heard him say, calm oh, down, yeah. Luigi, calm down. You know what? Let me see if Coach Perry. And was I right? Last week I predicted Michael Perry would give you no information. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, right. he said a lot of words. But he didn't come out and say, I don't know. No, he just. He gave me like a whole paragraph, but didn't say anything. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He gave you the runaround is what he gave you. He did. Yeah. Uh, Let me see if Coach Perry can come on Wednesday. All right, cool. My dad texts me, and so I guess Coach Perry was yelling at Luigi during the game. Yeah. Well, because we've talked about Slow how down, he, Luigy. he's still in Calm that. Calm down. Co- he's still he in that coaching. He's not a coach. Yeah. He's in that coaching he mindset. Admits it. He admits yeah. it. Like he, yeah. He's like, hey, uh, Michael, you're a broadcaster now. You're not a coach. He can't separate the two, and he's sitting so close. He's like, he knows if he yells, he can, they can hear him. I saw him call three timeouts. <laughs> timeout, really. Timeout. Time uh, I, I mean, he was going this. He was like, it's getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Coming up at 5 o'clock, we'll talk to Double B, Brian Bailey, 530. Isaiah Winstead will join us to talk about the loss of Cincinnati, look ahead to Houston, and Lil Scary's debut Isaiah Winstead diss track coming up at 5.30. Does this have well. a rating on it? For- uh, it's definitely not suitable for young years. Alright, so yeah. probably mention that. Yeah. Don't let the kids uh, hear this new track. Yeah, there's going to be disclaimers uh, beforehand. Okay, because, just checking. Again, it's from an era of 90s rap where yeah. there was a lot of gun violence. Yeah, and, some tough stuff. Yeah, so it's not for everyone. But if you are an adult, and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's okay for your ears. I'm, I probably don't have a ton of rap fans tuned in, but um, surprised. just tune in to see Isaiah Winstead's reaction to it. <laughs> that's what I can't wait for. It could be really funny. It could be bad. He yeah. might. This could be the last time we talked to Isaiah Winstead. <laughs> it's been a great run. Uh, Troy, are you, as somebody who kind of spearheads the Players Lounge, if Isaiah walks out, like, I know you don't want that to happen, right. but are you okay with playing the diss track to, for him? 
Um, because once you say yes to that, everything that happens... Clip, I'm going to let you decide what oh, you feel is best for the program. <laughs> I think for the program, it's playing this for oh, yeah. him. Yeah. Now he'll, for be, the, he'll be fine. Yeah. And it's not us. This is a little scary. And I hope he understands that. We're only the messenger here. If he hauls off and punches me in the face, yeah. it's I mean, not it's, me. No, he, he can bring it up with a little scary. That's right. Um, well, I'm not sure where he lives, but no, he obviously I, listens a lot to this program. He's part of And the, I just like to say I have no beef with a little scary. So <laughs> yeah. I'm neither. cool. Yeah. We're good. And uh, I really, I kind of like his music. Although, Chandler, could you imagine a um, Troy D diss track by Lil Scary? <laughs> you better stay on his good side, Troy, is all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, you know no, I, I think he's great. You don't want to get caught in that crossfire. No. <laughs> I have more of a beef with uh, Isaiah Winstead. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you should have caught oh. that two points. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little maybe Scary will bring that up. pay less attention to a little Scary and more attention to catching the ball. There you go. Now you're talking like a message boarder. I like it. <laughs> These guys would focus. You know what? If they didn't go on pirate radio every yeah, damn week, they probably they practice more. Probably so. And if I go and ask hard questions, we'd be undefeated right now. Oh man, how about I mean, can we I talk go? about that? Yeah. I mean, I saw I go today. I almost didn't even want him in the event because I started thinking about that. Yeah. I'm like this guy's soft questions just all season, year in and year out. How many football games does this cost us now? I mean, I'm losing track. Clip. His soft-ass questions is just costing us games. I'm not going to put the state game on on him because that was game one of the season. But since then, I'm going to put the other three losses on him. He's had chances to ask questions. These guys are right. Yeah, this is all on I go. Steven Igloo. Do you have that call? Can we play that call? Um, It is Shirley. I'm going to DM you. Sliding in just Shirley's DMs again. I'm going to. It's becoming a habit. I'm going to. I'll find it. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to uh, play you that You know, one. he's not the only one that slides into my DMs, you know. Well, who? let's name names. <laughs> well, do tell. No, I'm just saying you act like he's the only person uh, that only ever slides right. into my DMs. No, I'm just saying he's the latest. Jeez. And some say the sexiest. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's the NC State guy. That guy was a moron, too. There's another video I'm looking for. A couple morons calling. Hey, but look, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. We'll do all be Wolfpack Radio. Watch all be Eagle Radio over there. Like, I don't... Boston College Eagles. I guess he was trying to be funny, and it didn't work. Yeah. And it just... I mean, that's the reason State lost. You're right. On Saturday. He came on our show, running our mouth as a State guy. Terrible And look what happens. Terrible call. There you go. You just got B-slapped by the Eagles. E-slapped. (laughs) <laughs> uh shirley you should have that dm now uh it is i do i sent a picture with it please don't let the camera show that i sent you a picture of well and, and in all seriousness i think this guy was being serious don't you hey, think you sent me a picture with I'm, it? I'm kidding oh <laughs> ah! serious about what okay his call i don't think it was like sometimes calls try to be funny like i think he was being serious I don't know. All right, well, let's listen and judge. Wait, oh, I go. I go, yes. Oh, oh, oh. I was still on the steak guy. Oh, I'm, I'm moving I go guy, I think, is being serious. Yeah. I'm with you. I think the steak guy was trying to be funny. He's not yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks yeah, I'm it's Kevin you. Hart and he's Kevin Dummy. I'm with you. All right, let's hear it. So on Tuesdays, when we go in here to talk about everything, you, you, you talk about I go and everything. I go is not asking the hard questions out here. Seriously. He, he's not going up on... Donnie, why'd you call this? Why'd you call that? We're, we're not getting the hard questions out of the OC, and I think that's part of the program. All right. All right. What's your controversial part? Is that it? 
Yeah, I, I go's not doing the job. He's, okay. he, he's the, the voice of the fans, and he's just not getting it done. All right. We'll get him out of here. We'll let, we'll, I'll certainly pass that along. I love talking crap to Igo, so <laughs> I'll let you know, Eli. Because he's not doing it. All right. He's not doing his job. All right. Thank you. So on Tuesday. All right, Eli. Uh, by the way, uh, full uh, just full disclosure. Tuesday we only talk to Coach Houston. Wednesday, yeah, talk to the coordinator. Yeah, he needs to do it on another day. Uh, it's not going to happen. Get your Tuesday. facts right, Eli from yeah, Whispering he's, Rock. He's not going to be able to talk to the coordinators on Tuesday. Is it Whispering Rock, Whispering <laughs> Woods. What's it called? Whispering, um, whispering Pine. Whispering Pine. He's not asking the hard questions. He's not doing his job. He's not getting it done. According to what was the dude's name? Eli. Eli. Eli calling it like it is. The Book of Eli. Freaking I go holding us back. That's what's holding this whole program back, honestly. Yeah. And I'm not talking about this radio program. I'm talking about the ECU program, football program. I go is holding us back. Eli has hit the nail on the head, is 100% accurate. And, and that's the type of guy we need analyzing this stuff. Yeah. Because he is right. I go, it, it, the, the game's passed him on. Steven Igloo. Should probably retire. And, uh, I wish he was asking hard questions like an igloo is built in hard conditions. Hmm. But no, I, Stephen, I go is soft and he asks soft questions like melting ice cream. Hmm. Is this your I go diss track? <laughs> a little scary would approve. Just saying, this guy, look, obviously people have recognized this and maybe we should. Should we still have him on this show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. He, he he asked good questions here or has good commentary. <laughs> it's the problem with the coaches. Just there, not right? for ECU football. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we will talk to Igloo on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, you do realize it's cost us games, right? According to Eli. At least three. Yeah. Should we ask him the tough question of why he's not asking the tough questions? Yeah. In fact, I, I we, think, we, we will. I think that ought to be the first question. I got a tough question for Chandler. Josh Thomas on Facebook says, tomorrow is coach houston's birthday oh wait yeah. screw it up who said it was today uh ecu power club on instagram and then who reported it on the show me did, did you check <laughs> did you trust yet verify as we like to do in the media business and not just take some random twitter source that is obviously wrong it's another a, life it, lesson you're for wrong you, Chandler? you're wrong it was instagram not twitter so you're wrong and i would think that ECU how many power times club you put wrong information out there was. How many times are you going to put wrong information out? This has happened multiple times with you. Name, a, name an example. You get caught on name an wrong example. Mas- messages name an all the damn time. Name an example. Man. Name an example. You get catfished Name an example. Time. Name an example. Name an example. Ex- exhibit A. Which one? So many. I've lost track. So, uh, Pirate Club jumped the gun there? Yeah, I guess. All right. I didn't mean to throw him under the bus, but... No, I would have. If you're going down, you got to take others down yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rat him out. Way he's to go, He's throwing him a lifeline. He's, hey, he's, he's bringing... He's throwing wait a an anchor to wait pull Wait a minute. Are we just going to take Josh Thomas's word for this? <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's another good point. I'm yeah. going to say his birthday was yesterday. Uh, there you go. That? All right. How about that? It's next week. Yeah. <laughs> we can't verify anything at this point. Yeah. And you know who else can't? Steven Igo. Exactly, because he's even afraid to ask Coach Houston what his birthday is. I bet he won't even ask him tomorrow. Nope, he won't I even mean, ask and him. And evidently, it's not even Coach Houston. It's the He doesn't ask the OC the hard questions. Right, Donnie. Donnie. Specifically. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I wish you would have asked Eli, what questions do you want to ask? What are the hard questions? 
he he said him he said why'd you run this why you want he wants to go play by play and ask him why he chose to do that yeah well i think what eli should probably do is go ahead and and do a a competition to hoist the colors start his own site and then he could then come in and ask those tough questions and maybe he's maybe maybe he starts hoist the flag uh jay uh joe says hey clip whispering pines is in moore county near pinehurst guy thinks he's entitled probably so he's one of those uh, he's mm. one of those guys papa b says i have a tough question well hurry up and say it we got to take a break why set it up on youtube like that like he, he's like troy dean on youtube <laughs> i got a tough question he's giving us a tease i'll be back in a moment <laughs> after this yeah, that's my job, we roll on. i have to yeah, run out to the store but i'll be back on youtube after this <laughs> coming up next what's your my tough question? question put it out there man say it it yeah. ain't no hard question if you can't even type it we gotta take a break when we return oh here we go That is a tough question that I would not know where to begin to have the answer to. Do you know if what happened to the Virginia football players is a result of Bronco Mendenhall's recruits? I, I mean, hmm. dude. Yeah, I don't know. That, wow. That's a, a tough question to ask me here in Greenville, North Carolina, yeah. that doesn't even know the story. Yeah, uh, I have no idea, dude. Can't, can't help you there. What a weird question to ask, as well as tough. Mm. All right, well, you delivered. That was a tough question. I will tell you. All right, let's take a break. Brian Bailey joins us on the other side. Isaiah Winstead coming up, hour three as well. Clip, good seeing you. See you Thursday. uh, Thursday. Look forward to it. Talk to you then. We'll be back after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, I saw this. Now I can't find it. But I'll see if y'all remember the name. I saw an on this day, Ronda Rousey lost her first fight when she was knocked out by this person. Yeah, November 14th, uh, 2015. Rousey lost her first fight to who? Do y'all remember the name? I, I don't watch. If you say the name, I'll probably remember. I, I'm thinking the lioness, but. Uh, if I say her first name is Holly. Holly. Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Holly Jolly Christmas. Holly Holm. Holly oh, Holm. yeah. I would have uh, ne- never No bells that. being rung over nope, there. sorry. In Studio B. That's all right. All right, uh, Isaiah Winstead joining us at 5.30. We are going to play uh, the little scary diss track for him. 
and probably talk football but i am most excited to see his response to the little scary district uh but right now we will head out to the pit electric live line and talk to double b brian bailey who joins us on the show today bb how you doing not too bad how are you doing all right uh man frustrating one the other night at cincinnati and bailey uh in your unique position you you travel to the game uh you cover the game then immediately after the game you uh you talked to Mike Houston for the coaches show. So you were getting some pretty raw, immediate reaction uh, from what happens, good or bad, win or lose. The other night, frustrating loss to Cincinnati, and uh, a lot of things happened in that game. So uh, that, that was probably a Coach Houston that uh, you hadn't seen much of, right, uh, immediately following a game. What was he like after that one? Well, you, you know, and that's one of the things that, that Brian Mito or myself talked about, you know, a couple of years ago with the coaches shows. What – what can we do to make ours unique around the state? And I think that's one of the things that we do is that we try to capture the raw emotion of, you know, a win and a loss, you know, or a loss. And, I mean, and it, we always joke that it's a, it's a great show when the Pirates win, and it's not such a great show when the Pirates lose, but it still tells the story. And I think what we saw with Coach Houston's emotion, yeah, he was very emotional. There was a lot of stuff going on right after that game. I mean, you know, we're trying to figure out what's wrong with CJ. We're trying to figure out. You know, there, there was they were running behind with some, some of the guys coming over, and it was just it was really a, a, just a weird time uh, as far as putting that thing together. But uh, and you know, you, you feel for because nobody likes to lose. I mean, I'm the world's worst, and when you're trying to to you know trying to take the emotional part out of it and talk about the games, talk about what went, went right, talk about what went wrong. I mean, that's that's what we try to capture with that and. And Coach does a great job. I mean, either way, you can tell he wears his feelings on his sleeve, which is, you know, something I think, you know, he doesn't sugarcoat it. I mean, he, he was upset. Now, he has to say some things a little nicer than he'd like to. I think there were some officiating things that, that he was really upset about. But, uh, you know, he, he couldn't really comment on some of that because, obviously, you get fined or you get uh, you know, suspended or anything like that. But I think he still got across his point uh, with, with how the game went. And he was very frustrated because he really thought that that was a game that East Carolina was going to win. Brian Bailey joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line. So, Bailey, with the, the C.J. Johnson deal at the end of the game, uh, you know, it's flipped over, lands awkwardly, gets slammed into the turf. Um, was that more of a, a precautionary thing? You know, what what did happen to C.J. on that play? Well, I, I didn't see the play at all. And then I knew something had gone on and someone had said that. And then we, we were just trying to figure out, as we were standing there, what what to do and what, what was going on with him and, uh, if he was okay, and it, uh, from what we can figure out is that you know everybody was really really worried, and it's one of those things when when you're it's a scary thing, and you take you know every precaution that you possibly can, and I think that, that that's what they did. But but from from all indications, he's going to be fine. And uh, what about Keaton Mitchell? As far as uh, him, that's the second straight game he had to leave in the fourth quarter after taking a headshot. So uh, what, what do you know about his status right now? I haven't heard anything more. Obviously, Coach Houston talks to the media coming up tomorrow. But uh, yeah, that was that was scary because, and that was, you know, the way Coach Houston described that. He said there there is targeting, and then there's that. And he said basically, I mean, it was that was as big a hit as I can remember. You know, two guys running full speed like that, and one guy, you know, throwing his shoulder pads and everything into the upper part of a. Uh, you know, pretty much defenseless receiver, but that was that was something, man. That, that was that was scary to watch. That's one of those things, like like when you see a car wreck in person or something. You see that, and you're like, oh man, 
And, and you know, it, and obviously, in the old days, that was a big football hit. But that's the reason football survives is because the rules have been changed to make that an illegal hit so we keep more people out there playing. Brian Bailey joining us, East Carolina falling to Cincinnati, which, uh, you know, takes away the opportunity to play for a conference championship. Now East Carolina going for wins number seven and hopefully eight and and wrapping up an eight and four year, which would be a great year, Brian. But I guess you've also got senior day as uh, kind of a carrot on the end of the stick. You're always looking for, you know, motivation. And and the Pirates certainly have a a lot to play for here these last two games, even though they won't be able to play for a championship. Yeah, I think that that's important to, to really think about because you, you think about in the history of Pirate football, how many eight and four records have the Pirates had? And I mean, you know, and we can all sit there and look back at the season and think about what, what could have, should have, would have happened. But, you know, still eight and four is eight and four, and then you go to a bowl game with a chance to go to nine and four. So I think they have a lot to play for. And I'll tell you, you know, it's going to be emotional with senior, senior day coming up uh, on Saturday. Uh, our Garrett Short did a really nice piece with uh, Holton and with Morgan, uh, just talking about their relationship a little bit. And uh, I think we're going to air it on Thursday. Uh, if, when we do air it, it'll be online if people miss it you know, on the TV side. But it's worth a, a viewing because he did a really nice job with it. Uh, Holton's a little bit emotional. Uh, Morgan's mo- emotional. I just saw the, not the final piece, but I saw a rough draft of the piece. And it's really well done. So I think people will, will really appreciate what, you know, because I, I remember when, when Holton, you know, committed to East Carolina, and I was talking to Morgan, I said, man, it's going to be hard for you. I mean, I don't know how you're going to do that job, and he's your son. But I think he's done a really, really good job of that. And I, I just I applaud both of them because, you know, and, and in good times it's a lot easier than in bad times, and we've had both, you know. You know, Holton came to, to East Carolina to try to turn things around, I think he's done a really good job of that. Now, he didn't get to go all the bowls he wanted to, didn't win the championships he wanted to, but – if the goal was to turn pirate football around and help turn it around, I think mission accomplished. No doubt about that, and uh, leaving it better than you found it. Certainly the case with Holton Nailers in this uh, this group. And I mean, look, Holton. How many times have people said, you know, he, he'd be a great tight end, uh, get another quarterback in, and he's going to end with all these records. Now, yeah, he, he did play in a number of more games than Shane Carden and these other guys. But uh, you look at the record books, you'll see his name uh, for East Carolina quarterback. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, think about the pressure. I mean, he, he grew up going to games there, and then, then he became a star on that same turf. So, I mean, that's, there's a lot of pressure there. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, I know Garrett Short uh, covered hoops on Saturday with your travel and everything. I'm assuming you didn't make it to the game on Saturday, did you, basketball? No, it was on my list to do. And then uh, most of I went out to, to a late lunch, and the first thing I did was I looked at, at the score, and they were down 19. And my first thought was, I'm glad I didn't make that one. Gee, what's going on? And then the, uh, you know, the Pirates came back and won by 20, I guess. So, uh, that's a big turnaround. I don't know if I've seen a 40-point turnaround, well, whatever it was, 39 in, in Minji's Coliseum before. And it, I have seen East Carolina get off to slow, awful starts before, no matter if it's Joe Dooley, Jeff Lebo, Mac McCarthy, whoever's coaching the team, uh, traditional, historically slow starts in Minji's. That was about as bad as it gets. But, man, uh, the team rallied, never wavered, give credit to Caleb LeCount. He kept the team in the game in the first half and kind of waited around for some other guys to show up and help out. Help out. And boy, R.J. Felton got cooking in the second half. And it was it was a lot of fun. Another great student crowd 
bailey uh so that place got loud several times on saturday and it was uh, it was really fun to be there yeah i joke with coach schwartz at lunch today that uh, we checked out the wednesday game and they were already down 12 and he chuckled i don't think he thought it was that funny <laughs> I saw, so I witnessed this. Bailey, you you used the line on us before you gave it to him, and we all laughed. Yeah. And I think that gave you the courage. You said, "Yeah, all right, I'm gonna go do it." Yeah, and yeah. and you fired it on him, and I think he smiled a little bit. I think, yeah, it was a little smirky smile. <laughs> he wasn't real thrilled with the, but I, but then he started telling me about, you know, we yeah, we got to fix that. We got we got to get off to better starts because we're gonna play teams that you can't come back from 19 down on. So yeah, he knows that, and I think yeah, everybody kind of knows that it's just it's just weird that the first two games of the year i mean i'd like to go back in, in the record books and the annals and see how many teams have you know trailed by 16 in the first game and 19 in the second game and won both games that rarely ever happened it, it's crazy uh pirates back in action coming up on a wednesday night seven o'clock and uh then they'll head off to florida right bailey for that tournament they're in i watched toledo play the other day if east carolina depending on what happens uh, with their game against Indiana State and other games, Toledo maybe one of the top mid-majors in the country. Uh, they, they look really good when I watch them on Friday. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens in that one. But uh, non-conference play rolling on. Also saw the ECU women uh, move to 2-1 and one, uh, with a blowout victory over UNCW. Pirates were without uh, – the men's team was without Brandon Johnson on Saturday – apparently due to an illness and i believe amaya joiner uh some women's players going through that as well so uh the sickness is out there that affects uh college basketball teams too apparently it, it really does and and you you know in football sometimes if you get one or two sick you can you know, kind of get through it but you get in basketball and <laughs> roster is only so deep brian bailey joining us bb uh in a good mood despite a cowboys loss yesterday Losing to the Packers. What went wrong for uh, Dallas yesterday, Bailey? Well, you know, it's, it's it's just weird. Aaron Rodgers can look so bad against so many teams, but as soon as he sees that star, and I knew, I knew it was going to come down to the wire. And then when the Cowboys were up 28-14 to start the fourth, you know, I still said, if, it, if there's anybody else but Aaron Rodgers, you know, go ahead and put a W down. But it's Aaron Rodgers. And then it was fourth and seven, and if you make a stop there, I think you win the game, but then they throw a touchdown pass, and, you know, the rest is history. But uh, it's disappointing, but I think that, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. They got they got a lot of games. The problem is they got, they're chasing Philadelphia, and the Eagles aren't going to lose many games if they lose at all. Yeah, another thing Rodgers got yesterday is some help, and he always gets it from, from – uh, Aaron Jones and Dylan in the backfield, but his young receivers finally helped him out yesterday. They kept—I know you hated to see it, Bailey, because they kept showing a montage of all of Watson's drops this year. And then against Dallas, he's catching everything for bombs. So that's right. I see Aaron Rodgers gets the Cowboys deal. I mean, yeah. he just—he owns them. He's eight and two, I think, all time against them, and he's—he's he's, he's made some miraculous plays against them through the years. And so it's just it's just one of those things. The Cowboys have the Vikings this week, and the Vikings only have one. That that Viking game was bizarre. That was crazy. That was that was crazy to watch. That's one of those games when you're you know you, you don't have anything. You just kind of watching it, and you're like, man, this is a wild game. And they they stop them at the half, you know, they one inch line, and then they fumble the ball in the end zone. That was just nuts. Brian Bailey joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Bailey, uh, what area high schools uh, you got to cover here in round three of the playoffs? Who, who's in action this Friday? Well, I don't have the list in front. I know Newburn's at home, Tarboro's at home, 
Uh, Tarboro plays Riverside, and Riverside's had a really good year, but they always, you know, you have to play Tarboro in their league, and that's usually a disaster for them, and now they have to play them in the playoffs. Uh, Parrot Academy and JP2 will play for the eight-man state championship in Kinston on Friday night, so that'll be a big matchup. So we've got about, I think I counted up seven or eight games we can get highlights of for Friday night. So what we'll probably do is a uh, shortened version of Touchdown Friday on Friday. BB, good stuff. Thanks for joining us today, man. We'll uh, we'll be back on the Brian Bailey Show next Monday, right? Yep, sounds good. Yep, next uh, Monday. Talk to you then. All right, sounds good. Thank you. All right, there he is. Double B, uh, Brian Bailey. Brian Bailey Show returning to you next Monday, noon, right here on Pirate Radio. Uh, looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Commanders and Eagles tonight. Man, I wish Washington could have won last week because they are right there in the wild card hunt, but uh, not looking good because they'll probably drop tonight's game as well. Good news, uh, LaMelo ball back for the Hornets. Bad news, they have lost eight in a row. Yeah. They are yeah. what we thought they were. Yeah. Uh, and we let them attack. They play at Orlando tonight at 7 o'clock. Let's see. Any... Go ahead, Chandler. Speaking of Charlotte sports, we have some quarterback news. Oh, yeah. Regarding the Panthers coming off a win uh, against the Falcons on Thursday night. They'll be traveling to Baltimore on Sunday. They are, last time I checked, coming out uh, right out the bat, it was an 11.5 point underdog mm. on the road to Baltimore. PJ Walker suffered a high ankle sprain, uh, I'm guessing, on Thursday night. And Baker Mayfield will get the start this Sunday for the Panthers. All three quarterbacks, P.J. Walker, <clears throat> Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold, have uh, suffered a high ankle sprain, all of them coming on that artificial turf in Charlotte uh, that was installed a couple of years ago. And Panthers Twitter is already blowing up about that. So. I saw a quote. I guess D.J. Moore was asked about the surface and something to the effect of the players have made it known that they would prefer to play on grass rather than turf right to to david tepper so no pj walker this week baker mayfield will begin the start with sam darnold at uh backing them up all oh, right by the way sorry panthers also have signed to their practice squad uh my former miami quarterback but people might remember him from houston Derek king yeah and uh so we have signed him to our uh practice squad top 25 basketball tonight quite a bit of action uh houston will host oral roberts houston 2-0 and number three in the nation number five baylor will host northern colorado number 15 tcu hosts northwestern state louisiana tech at number 23 texas tech holy cross at number 10 creighton monmouth at number 19 illinois ucla will host norfolk state and that is it for top 25 basketball action tonight east carolina will hit the hardwood on wednesday night against hampton want to talk some hoops and uh let's take a break expecting isaiah winstead to join us here soon but at some point before we wrap up i want to give some final thoughts on what we saw saturday in Minji's and our thoughts on these first uh two games for mike schwartz and the basketball pirates a lot more to go on pot radio live we also got to make you a winner gonna do that right now shirley let's do it right now crank it up crank up the bubba spark booty 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 everywhere booty 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 everywhere all right it is monday 
It's chilly outside. People need their spirits lifted, and we will do that in the form of giving. What are we giving away? Uh, I don't know. Oh, there it is. How was, I don't know. <laughs> I have a sheet with all my prizes on it, and I couldn't find it. Uh, why don't we do a $15 gift card to Wings over Greenville? They deliver. They do deliver, and they have awesome food. I would recommend the garlic parm tots or garlic parm waffle fries, whatever you fancy. What caller are we looking for? Uh, let's do 10. All right, caller 10, 317-1250. You're a winner. When we return on Pirate Radio Live, Isaiah Winstead going to join us. Some hoops talk and more after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. They are locally owned and operated since 1960, and they're located on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to my brother, Jack Bowen of Aiden. Picked up a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over has you covered with no third party needed. They have their own in-house delivery service. Be sure to try the all-new Tender Sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. They're open from 3 a.m. or open till 3 a.m. on Friday and Saturdays. So they have everything to cure those late-night munchies on the weekends. You can give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, back with you. Fire Radio Live. I'm just looking out the window, just hoping to see... The arrival of Isaiah Winstead. And he knows what's coming because he responded to your tweet. That little scary had uh, had laid down the disc track and it was ready for public consumption. Now let's say you knew an esteemed rapper was coming for your head and produced the disc track on you. Would you show up? I, I mean, I might be too nervous to show up. I might say, you know what? I, I couldn't be there. Uh, I would. Make up uh, make up a reason. I would show up. You would take the heat. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because if you took the time to and the energy to put together a diss track, that means you're living rent. I'm living rent-free in your head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know You what I'm show saying? up to take the power back. No, I show up because you never took the power in the first place. Hmm. Now, if he doesn't show up, baller. Who has the power? A little scary. <laughs> <laughs> the ball is in a little scary's court. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, again, I'm hoping to see him soon. Come on, Isaiah. There's 30 minutes Come left on in the show. Here. We got plenty of time. Come on in here. Should I text him and ask him if he's coming by? Come on in. See what he says. Do, nah. Does he usually answer you when you text him? I don't know if I've ever texted him before. Hmm. Okay. I was just curious. He's going to say, who this? I don't think I've ever texted him. <laughs> Who's this? New phone. 
Who this? <laughs> Not new phone. Phone I've had for six years, but who's this? <laughs> I, I have done that before. I'll, I'll be like, uh, who's this? And then somebody will respond to me, I'm so-and-so. Did you get a new phone? No, I've had the same phone. Fo- I've had the same phone number for over twenty oh, years. Oh man, there he is. Here oh, he is. There he oh, is. I told you. I there told you he, he was gonna show is. up. There he is. I told is. you. <laughs> there. Disregard my text. He I just is. Isaiah Winstead is here joining us. I told us. you who wasn't gonna back down. All right, that's what's, up? what's up. Good to see you, Isaiah. Welcome in. He might be the only player that's been in the studio every single month he's got he's got good attendance i'll give him that uh isaiah we'll talk a little football before we get to what we got to get to man and i hate to do it because i'm a big fan of yours but i've i've heard this diss track and first of all i don't agree with it we told him not to do it we said we said don't do this but he did it and then we'll hear it in a second uh isaiah i guess biggest play biggest uh thing people were talking about when it came to you the other night was the two-point conversion and the the catch the bobble the catch foot down and i don't know it seems like they review everything these days you know how shocked were you that they didn't take another look at that one yeah it was crazy to me i definitely thought they was gonna review it especially when they um showed it on the big screen but i definitely caught it i caught it with one hand they probably thought i bobbed it i caught it with one hand had it against my shoulder and then i just put the other hand over so he couldn't rip it out, but so you had it the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Did was there any talk from the sidelines like, hey, are y'all look going to look at this or anything like, um, that you know of? Yeah, not that I know of. Like, I was too busy thinking I had just got the two point conversion. <laughs> yeah, I started celebrating and then I came to the sideline. They like they're not even going to um, review it. Oh, I see what you're saying so now. I had it against my shoulder pad, then I put the other hand over. Ah. And I guess that's why he thought I bobbled it. I'll be honest. I thought it was uh, you were bobbling it when you went out of bounds. But now that you explain it like that and I look at it, it's against your chest the entire time while your right hand is on it. Mm-hmm. Should have been, should have been I good. I watched the game and the, um, the commentators even said the same thing. Yeah. Did you hear an ex? Did the coach Houston ask for it to be reviewed? And do you know why they didn't review it, or do you not know why? I mean, it just because that's the question. Like, why did they not even try to look at it? You would think that would, they would be like, all right, well, let's at least take a look at it and try to get this call right. But they didn't even try to look at it, so I don't know. Um, I couldn't tell you. No, man. I know for a doubt. I mean, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, I don't really get into all that, but I know they was they weren't playing a fair game. The refs. Did so. you feel like you felt like that way the other night? Yeah. Some calls went against yeah. East Carolina. They weren't playing a fair game. Any in particular on against you or? Um, I felt like everything was contested, and I don't know if they were getting there early, if there was defensive holding, but like every catch, I don't know. Somebody was on you. Could have been against me. Yeah. One of the refs, had, uh, I had explained to one of the refs because somebody had came and uh, pushed me in the back, like while the uh, play was over. Like he just came and pushed me in the back, and I had said something to him, and the ref thought I was talking to him. Yeah. So. No. But and then um, Coach Houston came and told me that the ref thought I was talking to him, and I was like, "What? Which ref?" So I. Um, when I talked to him, was like I wasn't talking to you. I was yeah. talking to the person who pushed me in the back and stuff. And he was like, "Why well, we good?" All right. So I would hope that it won't yeah. nothing against me. But yeah, 
You never know. They might then want them to lose their winning streak. So. <laughs> well, now you're now you're talking like the fans, and they appreciate it because it did feel like uh, a lot of those calls went against East Carolina. Uh, eight catches for you, fifty-eight yards. I will say, I'll commend Cincinnati on this. You do an awesome job of catching the ball and getting yards after the catch. They, I thought, did a good job of surrounding you and not letting you get loose the other night. That was yeah. probably frustrating to you, right? Yeah, it's like it wasn't a a double team all the way but like you know they played a, they was playing outside leverage with a little safety help so you know it was really hard to do much out of that you feel me I brought this uh, up earlier as a uh, 58 seasons of ECU football at least that's what was documented uh, 11 of those teams have had 9 or more wins so your team has a chance to be the 12th if you can uh, beat Houston, beat Temple, win a bowl game, and that, I mean that. I know you wanted this year to go better, but that still shows you that this could be one of the most successful ECU football teams in its history. I mean that, that says a lot, right? Yeah, I feel like we should. I feel like we should. I mean, early on in the season, you know, it was a lot of games that should have been won, could have been won, but I feel like to end the year out, we can definitely win these two games and go win a bowl game for sure. Uh, C.J. Johnson picked up, kind of slammed, awkward, landed awkwardly at the end of that game. They uh, they cart him out, put him on an ambulance, uh, and I was hoping at the time that it was a precautionary thing, and, and hopefully, and it feels like maybe it was. He, how's he doing? He maybe? doing he doing good. He's good to go. He doing good. He uh, I think it was like some with his neck because he had landed right on his head. And yeah, I think, I think it was his neck, but he doing good. Though. Like he was at practice the other day, and he you know. Walking around, he's doing good. So, have you talked to uh, to Keaton at all? It's the second straight game he's been knocked out with a headshot. How's he doing right now? He's doing good too. I, um, he was at practice as well. Of course, he won't practice him, but right. you know, it's a Sunday practice. But he, yeah, he was there though. Uh, Zach said, "Winstead going pro." Well, he's not coming back here. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I guess as far as that goes, though, Isaiah, I've talked to you, I think, about this off the air. There have been scouts coming to practices and things like that, right? So, uh, that you know, you've had scouts watching you. Um, have you talked to any, uh, anybody on the pro level or anything at this point? Uh, like, as far as the scouts that yeah. came to, nah. I they talked to the we, coaches, I guess? Yeah, they talked mostly with the coaches. It was a point in time where we could, like, They'll stop by the cornerback uh, room and we go in there. We can introduce ourselves. But as far as like all that going to the league stuff, that they talk about that with the coaches. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. That is your plan. That's the plan. That's uh, the goal. God willing. Make it to that next level. Isaiah Winstead joining us. Uh, Houston coming in. Houston can score a lot of points. At times they can give up a lot of points. So uh, you're going to have to score to keep up with them. But uh, do you like that challenge coming up on Saturday? Most definitely. Uh, I feel like we could take advantage of them in all phases, you know, running the ball, throwing the ball. It's a big opportunity for us, so I feel like we're, we're going to get it done. It stinks, man, that we only get guys like you here for one year, uh, when the, but it, it goes by quick. So it's uh, it's your senior day, right? So yeah, It's crazy. <laughs> I just remember camp. Like, I was just thinking about that when I was on the way here, like camp certain stuff that happened during camp like you know like a certain practice or something now we talking about last home game yeah college home game ever that's crazy you've always been very business-like like you 
you have a goal to make it to the NFL. Part of that goal is coming here, playing with Holt Naylor's, playing at East Carolina. But I don't know. Did, has it turned into more of a family maybe than you thought it was? Or, you know, how will you look back at your time here at East Carolina? Yeah, it definitely has. Like, same thing happened, like, at every school that I've been to. Um, Norfolk State coming out of high school, Toledo. I always go in it as, like, you know, it's just business. You don't really plan on it, but you're going to make friendships yeah, and right. brotherhoods, like, just off, you know, you're with them every day more than anybody else. Like, camp, you're with them more than anybody else. You barely get any time at home. So, like, of course, uh, it definitely has turned into, like, you know, more family and it's still, you know, um, business, but yeah, it's family. Like they, they're my brothers, and uh, and we appreciate you coming in here. We have fun with you. And uh, Nathan asked, "Did I miss a little scary?" Uh, no, Nathan, you did not. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get to that. So Isaiah Winstead was here on Halloween, I guess it was, or, and uh, maybe a, was it like a week before? A that? week before, maybe. But we played the uh, the little scary song. I'm a ghost from uh, from back in the day. And Isaiah listened to it, said it was horrible. Um, top five worst all time. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. And I thought that'd be the end of it. You know, like, all right, didn't like it. That's fine. You don't like everything in life. You're, you can like some things, dislike some things. I guess a little scary caught wind of that. And, and he comes from a time, Isaiah, kind of the 90s gangster rap where mm-hmm. – somebody says something you go back at him and you go back hard and so how he found out how he found out <laughs> i didn't tell, i don't know i look i don't know i didn't tell him chandler are you a rat it went viral he's oh. ever, but he's he's also a ghost so he's everywhere that right. is true that is true right or maybe he was watching the show perhaps yeah, he's a big pirate fan yeah and uh it got some traction and he was he's been in the lab he was in the studio yeah and uh and once again, this is not us. Like this is a little scary. Once this again, isn't me talk. I'm a big fan him. of yours. He you said, here, "Here it is," and we listened to it. We were like, "You can't, t- you can't talk about Isaiah like that." No. Like, that's our, that's our guy. And he was like, "Hey," he said, "If you don't play it on your radio show, then I'm gonna have to make a diss track for y'all." Right. We we're like, man. So. We're like, we had to, we had to back off. We were yeah. like, all right. So uh, we're just going to play it. And again, people, like, gun violence is a serious thing. Um, I think that, uh, again, this is just art, entertainment. Um, Yeah. But this is a little scary. And his diss track to uh, the great pirate receiver, Isaiah Winstead. So uh, if you want to throw them on, Isaiah, this is... Here we we go. Shirley, go ahead. I ain't going to lie. That was bad. (laughs) That was terrible. Top five worst songs that it hurt. Yeah. A little scary. With my man Dead Fred in the building. Yo, yo, I see a Winstead been talking. He been talking. I see a Winstead been talking. He been talking. He asked for this. Don't do it to him, little scary. Lord forgive me. For I know not what I do. Do it like this right here. You ain't Moss. I'm the boss. I'm driving purple Lamborghinis like Rick Ross. Like Rick Ross. Pay the cost. Pay the cost. You done lost. You done lost. You be having nightmares. You be turning and tossing and. 
Hey, Winstead, you gon' end up dizzed when I put two to the head and your face be leaking red. Man, go back to Toledo. I got the rocket, it's in my pocket. Say the word, man. I'm dying to cock it, cock it. Hey, 11, I'm gonna send you on up to heaven. Everybody say what happened. Little scary just started clapping. Clapping. Little scary started rapping. Rapping. And the demons start trapping. Trapping. Hey, catch a pass. You can't catch none because you are ass. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Winstead gonna end up dead. Uh. Isaiah Winstead gonna end up dead. End up dead. We send 11 on up to heaven. Again, I don't condone any of that gun violence, that kind of talk. We're fans of Isaiah, but that is Little Scary's uh, response to you, Isaiah. And, uh, That's how you coming? <laughs> pretty strong, I would say. That's um, how you coming? Too I, rock, st- I rock with it. He got in love. <laughs> he did? He yeah. got in love. Okay. He wanted the worst ever this time. All right. I okay. Okay. Little rhymes, you feel me? So you, you respect got, it? I respect it. Okay. All right. All right. For sure. Little Scary will be happy to hear that. That'll warm his heart. Maybe he won't diss me no more. I think you might be safe now. Nah, you're say good. That. You're off his diss list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really came at you hard, though. Go back he to Toledo. Did, I can't catch. Yeah. You ain't Moss. Hey, open it up. Yeah, that's how, that's yeah. the, that's you how ain't Moss. That was strong right there. As the beat drop. Get sent to heaven. Yeah. Two like, shots to the head. Yeah, like, good different. God. Josh says, damn, a little scary. Didn't have to do my man like that. <laughs> nah, uh, turned up. I ain't gonna lie. All right. So Salute. Isaiah is uh, Salute. 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 Scary. Salute. Salute a little scary. Who man. thought that we would have this kind of conclusion to the chapter? But, man, that's good stuff. Have you ever had a rap song wrote about you, Isaiah? It's got to be a first, right? Yeah. All right. Different. I respect it, though. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hell, let me get in that lab, though. Oh, yeah. I say, Uh-oh. I say hey. that Isaiah, when you make it to the NFL, <laughs> you know, pirates always have a chip on their shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you make it to the NFL, and they talking about, oh, I don't think Isaiah Winstead's gonna, you know, he can't hack it. He's not gonna be a good receiver. He's not gonna be, you know, WR one on any team. I say go back and keep that track yeah. and play it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Motivation. Motivation. To use it as motivation. It. Yeah. Most dove. I think when you put your headset on for Houston this week, that's the first thing you should listen to while catching balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's. Hey, the, I mean, I think. So. I wonder what Isaiah is listening to out there. Yeah. A little scary. Yeah, send me that track, man. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all get it though? Uh, it's he weird, man. Because he, well, he's in a different universe. It's a different kind of email. It's like Umail. It's a weird thing. I can't even explain it. Yeah, I can't explain it's it. Gmail, like ghost mail. Cool with that man. I, I would say we got a relationship. Like again, I don't want to. He goes him. way back to. Yeah. The, the I clips mean, yeah, from it, show. It, yeah, they go mm-hmm. way. How would you think back. of Dead Fred? His uh, backup, the ad lib. Who that was though. Uh, oh, that was the guy that was repeating was everything. Dead, little kind of scary it sounded like some country it, boy. It, it was dead. I sounded like somebody I know, but <laughs> <laughs> it was dead Fred. 
right. Well, Isaiah, anytime you want to come in here and uh, and we'll play a beat and you can you can put down some stuff. Definitely. I'd love to hear you go back at them. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the end of the chapter because I, I mean, I would say if Little Scary didn't respect you, he would have just let it be. But yep. I think he respects you, which is why he came out with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of a mutual respect type situation. The beef has been squashed. Yeah. All right. This, so. People can learn. What a happy ending. I know, man. This is how grown men handle business. One makes a diss track with gun sounds, and the other one salutes them. Yeah, that's, how you, that's how you handle business. Oh, beef a little scary, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Isaiah, good stuff. So are you going to have uh, anybody in town for senior day? Are you going to celebrate? I, like, I probably got like 20-some tickets already. Awesome. Well, that's good because Miles said he's try- everybody's like trading trying to get enough tickets so yeah i got about like 20 something good deal. already good stuff how about nine more all right good deal and uh so go out there uh support 11 and uh 12 and 34 10 all the seniors uh coming up on saturdays they'll be playing their last game at dowdy ficklin but still still plenty of games to go still three games to go including a bowl game you have a uh preference on where you play in a bowl uh if it's hot maybe but other than that i don't really care i mean if it's cold then that's cool too somewhere as long as warm. i get to play a game you just want to play game, yeah good deal i say thanks for hanging out as always man we'll uh we'll have to put that on social media i really enjoyed all um everybody commenting that knows you with the last little scary thing oh yeah when yeah. The, uh, they said man you uh you tell the truth or <laughs> honest to a fault or whatever mm-hmm. but we appreciate your honesty um and we'll put that out there as well all right let's take our final time out come you know back what would really be cool if little scary showed up for isaiah's last game at dowdy Fieldfield stadium big old yeah, sign man, show your face look, let's see what's it. up number 11 hey let's stop talking right let's let's start showing up yeah i mean you know dude can travel stan said somebody get my man isaiah some oxygen and the anti-rap antidote what i don't know uh, Alex said the little scary diss track was probably the most anticipated song of my life. Yeah, I mean, people were excited about it. Hey, look, it, it rivals that of when the Thriller video came out on MTV and everybody was talking about it and everybody wanted to tune in and see what this Thriller video was about yeah. back, back in the day. Yeah, April I equate says, it to that. April says this is quality radio, so she enjoyed... Uh, I, I want to go back and look at Isaiah's face during the, the play. Oh, no, it was song. great. I was watching it in here. It was great. <laughs> All right, Isaiah, you're the man. Thanks for joining Appreciate us, dude. Time, Appreciate man. it, man. Uh, I'll take our final break. Come back. Get ready to wrap it up after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Lathan, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back.
back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Um, we got a couple minutes. Can we hit the Isaiah diss track one more time? Sure. Hold on. Let me pull it back up here. And again, um, pretty poor timing for what's happened in the real world today. Yes. But this is uh, entertainment. Something to make Isaiah laugh. He uh, thought it was funny. And and this was done out of a pure entertainment value. Yeah. And basically, we try to get Isaiah Winstead to crack and laugh because he's a very serious individual. And we have learned that uh, we can get him to open up when we talk about non-football items and things like that. And we actually have a fun relationship with him. And uh, I like his reaction to this. So um, let's just uh, let's hit the song. What we got, Chandler? Well, I was going to say, and if you missed his reaction, I'm sure we'll have it up on social media sometime later on, either this afternoon or tomorrow. So we can always clip it and put it on our social media platforms. <laughs> he uh, he had some fun with it. So uh, let's uh, hear it again. Isaiah Winstead said, "Little Scary was top five worst uh, rapper of all time." worst song he's ever heard ever and uh little scary came back really hard at him little scary comes from the uh steven on uh youtube said little scary needs a bio where does all the hate come from it's a good question we need to know we need to know his background you know what kind of life did he live before he passed on what kind of you know was he a rapper before he died or did, did he become a ghost rapper those are good questions but you can tell he's got some like early 90s kind of nwa kind of gangster rap influences in his words so uh let's hear it one more time i ain't gonna lie oh that by the way <laughs> that was terrible isaiah Top five worst songs <laughs> no you can't oh, isaiah while it was playing said <laughs> what he said, this is the longest intro of all time. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was already dissing the diss track before it even started. Okay. Uh, anyway. Right. Let's start it again. Okay, here we go. I ain't gonna lie. That was bad. <laughs> that was terrible. Top five worst songs out of hurt. Yeah. A little scary. With my man, Dead Fred. In the building. Yo, yo, Isaiah Winstead been talking? He been talking. Isaiah Winstead been talking? He been talking. He asked for this. Don't do it to him, little scary. Lord, forgive me, mm. for I know not what I do. Do it like this right here. You ain't Moss. I'm the boss. Mm, mm. I'm driving purple Lamborghinis like Rick Ross. Like Rick Ross. Pay the cost. Pay the cost. You done lost. You done lost. You be having nightmares. You be turning and tossing and hey Winstead, you gonna end up dizzed when I put two to the head and your face be leaking red. Man, go back to Toledo. I got the rocket. It's in my pocket. Say the word, man. I'm dying to cock it, cock it. Hey eleven. Send you on up to heaven. Everybody say what happened. A little scary just started clapping. Clapping. A little scary started rapping. Rapping. And the demons start trapping. Trapping. Hey, catch a pass. You can't catch none because you are ass. Yeah. Isaiah Winston gonna end up there. Uh. I 
Thursday, we said gonna end up dead. End up dead. We send 11 on up to heaven. We send 11 on up to heaven. Yo, Isaiah. Next time you gotta say something to me, that's how you say it to my face. Say it to his face now. Don't be talking about it on some radio show. Say it right to my face, bitch. Mm. Say it to his face. All right, there you go. Most of that was a freestyle. I, the way Dead Fred ended it, Dead on, Fred, on the beat. Yeah, Dead Fred ended it strong. Man, I gotta say, say it to his face. Man, I sound like him. That beat, by the way, uh, I just YouTubed scary rap beat, and it came up nightmare. Uh, Rouge. So thanks to Rouge for that uh, free beat on YouTube. If you like that, uh, you can. You like that? YouTube that. I had nothing to do with that awesome beat you heard. Uh, but that was fun. Enjoyed it. Chandler, good job as Dead Fred. Uh, thank if you. that was you. Uh, Sounded like somebody I, I recognize. Yeah, somebody I know. Sounded like somebody I know. Shirley, we'll see you tomorrow. Chandler, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk to Cy Seymour coming up tomorrow. Bryce Williams, give you a Houston preview. And have a whole lot more for you Tuesday, 3 o'clock on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.